Welcome to another Hashtag Football Friday on Second City Sports for Week 2 in the NFL and Week 3 in college football on Sports Zone Chicago. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Lakina McGee, I am Sydney Brown. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter and the IG at SidKid80. Once again, that's SidKid80. That's S-I-D-K-I-D-A-0. That's S-I-D-K-I-D-A-0. You can follow me at Keenan McGee on the Twitter and at Keenan's Girl McGee on the IG. You can follow Second City Sports on our audio version. It's War. On, you can find us at War on Anchor wherever you download your podcast, including the iHeartRadio app. We're available on podcast platforms at War on Anchor. Once again, at W A R R on Anchor. But first, you can download the Sports Zone Chicago app wherever you get your apps, whether it's the Apple iTunes Store or the Google Play Store. Make sure the app Sports Zone Chicago. You can follow Sports Zone Chicago on. All social media platforms that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for Sports Zone Chicago. Once again, you can follow Sports Zone Chicago on all social media platforms at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Also, so besides catching the audio version of this podcast at War Anchor, follow the guys at War Media at WAR Media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Once again, at War Media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can catch our show every Monday. Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Right here on Sports Zone Chicago. Once again, it's every Monday and Friday, right here on Sports Zone Chicago. Every every Monday and Friday from noon to 2 p.m. And thank you very much in advance for your support. Also, about, I know, yeah. yeah, I always do that. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Thank you very much for your <laughs> like, share, subscribe, subscribe, and tell your friends and feel free to comment as usual. Our buddy, what's up, Armando? Uh, Laura Jr., you're one of our biggest supporters. Hey. What's up, Armando? Happy Football Friday. Yes, if you want to uh, contribute to the show via your comments, you can do so on our Facebook page. And on our YouTube page at Sports Zone Chicago. Once again, at Sports Zone Chicago on YouTube, for Sports Zone Chicago on Facebook. Post your comments, uh, whether you agree with us or not. Make sure you keep them respectful. If you don't, Lakina will politely give you the Kevin Butler boot. <laughs> but yes, uh, any of our topics, any of our questions, you you um, questions or comments you have on the show, just post them on our Facebook and or YouTube pages uh, at Sports Zone Chicago. And we'll get them on the air for you, Lakina. Let's get it started. Uh, let's get the important stuff out the way as we get into baseball. The Chicago White Sox are 83 and 63 on the season. They lost two out of three to the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim uh, the, earlier this week. They are still 11 games up on Cleveland. I believe the magic number is still seven. The White Sox yes. are three and five in their last eight games. They take on the Texas Rangers in New Globe Life Ballpark. Outside of Dallas, starting the three-game series on the road starts tonight. It looks like the earliest they can clinch the AL Central will be Monday in Detroit, as we told you guys a few weeks ago. So it looks like everything is coming to fruition, Lakina, as far mm -hmm. as that is concerned. But getting to what's uh, the field of play, Lakina uh, is is not the end of the world losing two out of three to the Angels. What's frustrating is you had some decent pitching from Dallas Keiko on that game on Wednesday. You ended up losing three to two. Yeah, one was on first and third with nobody yell. You try to go for the home run ball instead of playing fundamentally sound baseball. Brian Goodwin strikes out. Uh, Cesar Hernandez pops out to left field. Not enough juice on the ball to get that ball out of the ballpark. And the Sox uh, blow that one. Of course, yesterday, 
They got Shalat. Renato Lopez didn't have it. That offense didn't have it either. So uh, you could throw that game away as far as I'm concerned. But the Wednesday game really frustrated you know what out of me. Dallas Keigel actually had a decent game, three strikeouts mm-hmm. through six innings. Even though he had five bucks, he pitched okay. But the day before on Tuesday, Gio, Lucas Giolito returning from injury in, in four innings of, of, of pitching, starting pitching, eight strikeouts. He was very impressive. Yeah, I mean, that's unfortunate that they wasted that, you know, that start from Keiko. But mm-hmm. but you know what, though? Look, I think that's a good thing, especially if he wants to be part of that playoff roster and the starting rotation. So I think, you know, that's probably, you know, it, you know, I think that you'll take that if you're a Sox fan, even though, yeah, they end up losing that game. Thursday's game, I mean, it, it's kind of mm-hmm. like you can kind of throw, throw that throw that game away. It was just like, you know, I think most of the guys had you know, the day off and it, it just wasn't. Look, it just wasn't gonna be for the Sox, and, and look, and that's okay. I mean, look, this time of year, look, they're well ahead. The match number seven, they'll probably be clinching before probably about this time next week. So I'm not mm-hmm. gonna, you know, freak out or nor should you know Sox fans freak out. Look, Lopez had a a solid outing. I mean, yeah, he gave up seven hits and seven runs, but he did have seven strikeouts and he gave up two home mm-hmm. runs. But you know, but like we said, I mean, a lot of the a lot of the top guys, you know. Sat so it, it's not especially the Brio and Robert and that's that's you know and that's okay but you know what I mean I'm not gonna like freak out because they lost to the you know, they lost series to the Angels I'm not gonna like freak out about it but you know just like I said you know feel free to comment if you're if you're a White Sox fan and you're concerned about if you're showing a little bit of concern about what's going on in in, in you know lately with the Sox but you know what though I mean they're they, they're still like right there like for that number two seed in the AL so mm-hmm. you know they're right behind Houston so it's not the end of the world if okay you, you lose to a, a not a great but a decent angels team so it's not like it's nothing to freak out about i would say and he actually did a heck of a job on show hey otani only had one hit in the in yeah. the series one walk he was hit by a pitch yesterday of course uh, the umpires had enough they assumed that it was something major i didn't see anything of it neither did tony larusa he got tossed as well but you did a, a pretty good job on on Shohei Otani, but those are other guys that stepped up for the Angels, and that's exactly what happened in this series. Like I said, it's not the end of the world. Uh, the magic number would be six if uh, if the Sox would have taken care of business on Wednesday, but this, this is not the case. It's still at seven of the Cleveland Indians, who trail the Sox by 11 and a half games. They're, they're, they're going to take on the New York Yankees on the road this weekend. We'll mm-hmm. get to the Yankees in just a moment as we review the best it was and the best and worst of a Major League Baseball from this past week in just a moment. But the Indians will take on the Yankees uh, in the Bronx starting tonight. And hopefully if you're a Sox fan, the, uh, the New York Yankees will take care of business there. But, but first, uh, the White Sox can take care of business they need to take care of business against a young and bad uh, Texas Rangers team. You have Giolito going on Sunday. I believe Dylan Cease tonight. Mm-hmm. And Lance Lynn, I believe, tomorrow. So yeah. you have your big guns going in this series. There's no excuse to sweep this team. I'm putting the pressure on them. They should be able to sweep this team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lynn's actually going to be – yeah, Giolito's actually going to be Sunday, mm-hmm. and Lynn's going to be going to be tomorrow. But, yeah, I mean, there's no excuse why you shouldn't win this series or at least sweep the Rangers, if not at the very least, you know, win two out of three. Cause like you, like we've been saying this last couple of weeks with teams, you know, on the tail end, you know, in the bottom of the standings, it doesn't mean that they're not gonna, you're not gonna get the best out of them. So, and the Rangers actually have, McKay have given teams some fits lately. So, you know, the important thing is don't let you fall off the calves. You're the White Sox, you know, strength that magic number, you know, you shouldn't you know, have no trouble with the Rangers, you know, this weekend, you should be able to, at the very least, like I said, you know, 
split, you know, win the series two out of three. So there's no excuse why you shouldn't. Just don't don't get caught looking ahead because you gotta think these teams are good. Like we've been saying, you're gonna get the best out of these bottom tier teams because a lot of them are playing for you know their contracts or you know whatever. So <laughs> it, it's you know you just you just can't like take these teams lightly. You're listening to Sega City Sports on the hashtag Football Friday, along with Lakina McGee. I am Sydney Browns. We talk about the White Sox and the rest of Major League Baseball. If you want to comment uh, on any topics of our show today, you can go to our Facebook page at Sports Zone Chicago and on our YouTube page at Sports Zone Chicago. Place your comments or questions in the comment section. Lakina will get them up and up and running for you. We'll answer them as best we can. Lakina, the playoff roster, I'm, I'm not going to say it's totally set yet. I think there's still a couple of spots there are are up for grabs, including in the bullpen. But I'm going to go to uh, uh, the backup uh, position plays, like Leary, the legend, not Larry Garcia, Mm -hmm. Billy Hamilton. I know Adam Engel has been hurt with that hamstring and various injuries all year. It looks like he may – I don't think he's going to be healthy by the time the playoffs roll around. Brian Goodwin, he's been swinging a decent bat lately, despite what happened on Wednesday. But his uh, his outfield play has been kind of iffy, in my opinion. Uh, Elo Jimenez, shout out to him. I believe it was Wednesday. He had that great catch in left field. Yes, he did. Uh, we <laughs> he was going to break his arm again. <laughs> oh, thank gosh. goodness it did not happen. So uh, I'm not saying Elo's going to win a gold, gold glove. I'm not saying stick him there for good because that's not happening. But <clears throat> excuse me. But uh, uh, these uh, uh, backup guys like Billy Hamilton, Leary Garcia, um, Brian Goodwin, these guys are important to come play all time. Um, unfortunately, the Sox couldn't finish the job on Wednesday, but Billy Hamilton uh, pinch ran uh, during that ninth inning on Wednesday in that loss. And I say, uh, and I said to people, and I'll say it here, he's your Dave Roberts, now manager of the Dodgers. But remember, Dave Roberts did not pick up a bat during that 0-4 run for the Red Sox when they finally uh, won their World Series over the St. Louis Cardinals. He was a pinch runner. Of course, we saw what happened in that historic comeback in Game Four against the. Yankees in a uh, historic ALCS. He stole the base on Mariano Rivera. Of course, everything else fell into place for Boston after that. But Billy Hamilton is going to be your version of Dave Roberts. If he swings a hot stick for a key hit, so be it. But his job is to steal bases, pitch run, and and be a substitute on defense uh, at the end of games along with Leary Garcia. Those two guys are going to be key come playoff time. Yeah, and I think that's sort of like you want to keep everyone healthy. And look, that Eloy catch as great as it was. I think, like I said, I was freaking out like, oh, Lord. Like I was hoping he didn't like land on his arm and break his arm again. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what happened. But thankfully, that didn't. That wasn't the case. And look, let's hope that that doesn't happen a lot, please. But uh, I, I mean, look, I think you're going to need all those guys, as you mentioned, said, to kind of mm-hmm. contribute, especially as you get later to the season. You want to have that you know momentum going, going into the playoffs. And look, the good news is for the White Sox, there's a lot of depth. You know, with the bats, so I don't think that's going to be a problem. I think what's really going to stop the you know the Sox is going to be the pitching, and you know, you got, you got a couple of your middle relievers banged up right now, but that's okay. But that's okay. You still got a lot of depth there, and hopefully, you'll have everybody healthy by the time the playoffs start. I know you know Kimbrough has struggled a little bit lately, but you know we showed a little bit of you know a little bit of promise in that win. But um, I mean, you just, get, you just kind of like roll with the punches. Like I said, it's the ebbs and flows of the season. I think you just want, you just want your guys ready for the playoffs. And that's what hopefully that'll be the case for. Cause you got some guys that have a lot of playoff experience. Kimbrough's got a lot of playoff experience. Mm-hmm. We know Bray's got a playoff experience now. Some of the guys from the team last year. So I, I think there's really no excuse why the White Sox should at least at the very least, you know, you know, 
at least win one series in the playoffs. Again, we'll get to that once we get to that point. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it's just like I think the, the good news is, is that, you know, you're keeping everybody healthy as we get into it. And the way that the schedule breaks for the White Sox, and we talked about this as well for the last few weeks, this team still has an opportunity to win 90-plus games. Of course, you're facing Texas on the road this weekend. You go to Detroit, I believe, for four next week, and then you have Cincinnati um, coming here for two games. Uh, uh, I believe you go to Cleveland next weekend. If I'm not mistaken, you can check on that, Lakina, but Mm -hmm. uh, for a big five-game series. So you have a chance to uh, pack up the wins and create momentum going into the playoffs. And I know some Sox fans uh, a few weeks ago uh, uh, said were saying that uh, this team has nothing to play for. Yes, they're going to win a division. They had nothing to play for. Oh, no, you still have something to play for. Now, you still have an outside shot again, that number one seed. I know Tampa Bay has uh, – they struggled uh, uh, this week against – they struggled earlier this week against the Toronto Blue Jays, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. But uh, it's, it's a real possibility that the number two seed – still can be yours. Houston, I know they won big at Texas last night, but they had trouble with them earlier this week, and they've, they've been struggling as well. You still uh, – the number one seed is still an outside shot, but maybe not likely. But you just, the up, the number two seed is up for grabs. And this team, you can compare statistics between home and away. If you're the White Sox, this team needs to start the division series at home. That is a must. Not saying you yeah. can't win on the road. Eventually, you're going to have to win a couple of games on the road. But for this team to gain this confidence, they must get the number two seed and start at home. Yeah, and I think that's going to be sort of like the thing that's going to go tell how far how, how far his White Sox team goes. I think the fact that you can tell, like you know, when they're on the you know when they're at home, especially you know that they they have, look they have a better record. That that's not you know, that, that's not a bad thing, but I think if you want to mm-hmm. win the playoffs, you're going to have to win on on the road. So and also avoid you know getting you know, getting the whole field stolen from you. So we'll just have to wait mm-hmm. and see what with the White Sox and how they you know especially once everything is finished. You know, look at the schedule. Yeah, I think the White Sox schedule the schedule the final schedule it kind of favors the White Sox more than the others. I mean, yeah, they got a still got an outside shot at the one, but you know it's going to be a little bit difficult. You know the Rays. You know have you know their their schedule is a little not not too hard. You know I think they still have to play the Red Sox. I think one more time. But you know mm-hmm. it, it it's look. I, I think as long as you get to like the top two seed, I think you'll be okay. Now let's let's talk about the. I mean the, the you know the Cubs. I mean what more can you say? I mean they actually <laughs> look, they, look they actually look they actually split their series with the with the Phillies, which you know, we'll get to the Phillies in a second, but. You know, you showed a little bit of promise. I know that, unfortunately, um, Jason Harris back on the IL, and look, Wisdom is playing well, and you know they've had, you know, they're, they're putting up a fight, which I think that's, you know, unfortunately they had a big lead, you know, and they just got the doors blown off them with the Phillies. You know, they lost seventeen to eight in that the game last night. They play um, the the Brewers starting tonight, but yeah, I mean, oh, okay, you know, you got a little bit of promise. I mean, and that's look, I mean, just show a little bit of fight, you know. Let's and you're, you're gonna get that from the Cubs, and look, they're not, they're probably, they may go with like maybe like a only a handful of games these last you know couple mm-hmm. feel couple of weeks of the season, but I think they're showing a little bit of promise. You know, you got you know, you know, whistles are playing very well, and you know a few other guys, so it, it, it's just. I, I mean, I really don't know what else to say if you're, you know, if you're a Cubs fan, but I think you're just like hoping that you can get show some promise about this time next year. 
as we said before, when teams go through rebuilding faces, it's all about on-the-job training on the professional level, and that's what this Cubs team is going through right now. Kyle Hendricks, I know he was the starting pitcher last night. He got shellacked after the Cubs took an early 7 to nothing lead. You know, you mentioned looking at Frank Schwindel and Patrick Wisdom and some of these other guys. Rafael Ortega has been playing very well. And I, I like the promise in him. Of course, you get Nick Madrigal uh, in that trade uh, from the White Sox back in July. He's going to be in the lineup next year. Cody Hoyer has been looking good for mm -hmm. the Cubs, so he may be their future closer. So you have some pieces here. As we said before, uh, how much will they dive into free agency this offseason? Will the checkbook be open? Will it be open slightly, halfway, all the way open, which we doubt? But how much of that checkbook will be open this year? Uh, will, will they decide to go for it all next year, or will they just keep this steady pace until around this time next year? Because we said the rest of this year – was a wash perhaps the first half of next year. Yeah, so they're going to have plenty of time to see what they have. Yeah, they're going to have to show a little bit of promise too in order for fans to kind of like buy in because you're seeing mm -hmm. you're seeing a little bit of a sparse crowd over at Wrigley. You know, we'll see what happens. You know, in, their, in this homestand with the with the starting. You know, I think they're on the no, I think they're on the road. But you know, once they get back at home, I mean, you wonder like, okay, how is it going to look? I mean, we saw it you know, right before they went on their road trip. So it's it's going to be very interesting to see how how you know how the you know, the crowd reacts at Wrigley because you know it's just that you have to show a little bit of promise or else you're not people aren't going to show up. All right, we had to show up and we showing up, but we got to show up for this first break we, as we approach the bottom of the hour. When we return on Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago, we're going to get to the the best and worst of Major League Baseball from this past week and give you some key series for this weekend to watch. Lakina's going to have her top college football games to watch for tomorrow, and HBO and NFL films will do something that has never been done before. We'll have all that and more as you're listening to hashtag Football Friday on Second City Sports. Only on Chicago. Ooh, I almost said the old station. <laughs> Only on Sports Zone Chicago. Sin Lakina here with you. Keep it here. AutumnMap.com presents the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. In Sunday's Major League Baseball action, the Cubs got pounded 9-1 at home against Kansas City. The White Sox shut out on the road 9-0 at Tampa. NFL preseason on Saturday, the Bills hammered the Bears 41-15. Andy Dalton, 11 of 17, passing 146 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Justin Fields, 9 of 19 for 80 yards. Head coach Matt Nagy says Dalton remains the week one starter and that Fields is ahead of schedule. When you look at a guy like Justin and you see the things that he's doing, um, are there some things that he can get better at? Yeah, for sure. That, that that's going to be we're going to say that three years from now but at the same point in time for him um there's also things that he's doing better probably than we thought coming into this which is good too like that's what we want we want that to happen download the free score app lightning fast update so you never miss a thing it's why the score app is one of north america's most popular sports apps i'm chuck sanders dance the sports flash on the sports zone chicago Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. 
Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Back to hashtag football Friday on Sports Zone Chicago. You're listening to Sega City Sports along with Lakina McGee. I am Sydney Brown. If you want to comment or ask us a question, you could do so on our Facebook page at Sports Zone Chicago or on our YouTube page at Sports Zone Chicago. Comments or questions, concerns, uh, place them in the, in the comment section. Lakina will get them up on the screen and on the air for us. Lakina, as we continue the baseball talk before we get to your college football games for tomorrow. Uh, the best and worst for the from MLB from this week. Congratulations to the San Francisco Giants and the Los Angeles Dodgers for both clinching playoff spots. And the, for the, the, those two teams are still battling for the NL West title, or division title. I believe whoever loses that race will have the wild card spot. And the second wild card spot for the National League will have to, have to be Cincinnati. San Diego, who barely won the last two games of the series against the Giants, mm-hmm. will be the St. Louis Cardinals, as we told you guys. They've been on the come for the last few weeks. Now they're suddenly in the, in the clubhouse right now. Yeah, I mean, they've won five in a row. They won seven in their last ten. And, look, this is a Cardinals team that, you know, everybody, including, you know, yours truly had them left for dead. But, look, they've yeah. been playing. Look, they've been, you know, they have had time hitting, you know, the pitching you know, has been playing very well. I mean, they've been, you know, they swept the Mets, <laughs> you know, this week. So I, I think they're definitely <laughs> kind of like on the on the cusp here. And, you know, sorry about the phone, folks. It's a little crazy here today. Maybe that's how he bias. Give you the thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, he might be. Yeah, he might be. Yeah, he's going to go straight to voice. But look, look, John Lester had a solid – um Dallas had a solid outing last, you know, last night. So I'm thinking that, you know, maybe it wasn't too weird him going to the Cardinals, you know, going, you know, going to him going to the Cardinals. But look, I, look, well, do I think they're going to be able to hang on and perhaps maybe get that last wild card spot? You know, it's hard to, it's you know, it's hard to say. Like you said, so they they play the Padres this week, so they're gonna, you know, this is two like wild potential wild card teams going at it. They, you know, one could eliminate the other. So this weekend. Mm-hmm. But they have, but they have a tough schedule. They got four against Milwaukee on Monday. Then they have four against the Cubs. You know, and they finish up with Milwaukee and the Cubs. So you know, they're they're still like I'm sure Cubs will love to play spoiler for the Cardinals. So we'll just have to see how how that goes with that. But it's, it's definitely a log jam in both the wild cards <laughs> divisions. And you speaking of Milwaukee, as you mentioned, they take on the Cubs at home starting tonight. Uh, tomorrow's game will be on Fox as part of the Fox Saturday Baseball uh, Regional Game of the Week. The you those of you in the Chicago area will will look will view the Cubs and the Brewers, or most of the country will view the Mets and the Phillies. Mm-hmm. All those Mets. <laughs> I told you I give it up on them weeks ago. I'm not a Mets fan by any stretch, but after what Javi Baez and and Francisco Lindor did with the thumbs down gesture. Uh, they've mm-hmm. been in free fall ever since. Uh, we'll leave it leave it at that. The Toronto Blue Jays they took the series from the Tampa Bay Rays at home earlier this week, and also now they're in the driver's seat for the AL Wild Card. Now, now the Yankees have been faltering. I know they won the last game yesterday, uh, last couple of games in the Baltimore series and come behind fashion the other mm-hmm. night. Uh, they're still hanging on Boston. Uh, 
that they won the series in Seattle. You may have to say goodbye to Seattle now. We thought that Boston will would uh, self-destruct after losing two out of three here in Chicago last weekend against the Sox, but uh, they got their stuff back together. So it's between Boston and Toronto right now for the AL wildcard race. And also the Yankees, too. Remember, they're only a half game back yeah. in that and for that second wild card spot, you know, Oakland and Seattle, I mean, they still got a chance. I mean, they're both only three and four games back respectively, but I think at this, this point is definitely going to be kind of like, you know, between those three teams in the AL East, but you know, it's just weird how, you know, everything kind of transpires. It's all going to get crazy. You know, we got some big series coming up this weekend. So it's going to be very interesting, you know, to look at and, and look, I think, do I, you know, do I think, if you ask me right now who wins, you know, who get those two wild card spots, I I don't know. Like I I don't think I I have no idea who's gonna end up winning that. But I mean, I think it's definitely you know, no one in the you know has clinched yet, you know, in the AL for this wild card. And so it's gonna get very interesting. And also too, I mean, I mean the NL with the with the you know, Dodgers are way ahead. Though even if they end up passing, whoever, you know, is gonna Whoever doesn't win between the Giants and the Dodgers, they'll they'll get that first wild card spot. Mm-hmm. It's really going to be like between the Cardinals, the Padres, and the Reds for that last. Maybe maybe the Phillies has an outside chance, but I think they may have a better shot of winning their division. We'll have to wait and see. But yeah, it's definitely getting interesting in these in, in these um divisional and wild card races. You're listening to Sega City Sports on the hashtag Football Friday. We'll get you your football coverage in just a moment. Along with Lakina McGee, I am Cindy Brown. You're listening. You're listening to uh, Sports Zone Chicago. Lakina, we talked about this for the last few weeks. You mentioned it in the first segment. Uh, these lowly teams, uh, they don't have anything to play for in terms of playoff spot, but they can determine who goes goes to the playoffs, who goes home, seedings, things and along that nature. You mentioned the NL wildcard race. The Cincinnati Reds, uh, I know they won yesterday, won nothing over Cincinnati, over uh, Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh gave them all they could handle the previous two games of that series. Yeah, and that that's sort of like like we've been saying, like I guess in the last you know in the last segment that you're look you don't take these teams lightly. I mean, I think I know people want to like oh well you know Baltimore and you know the Cubs and the you know, the Pirates they're not gonna want to play you know they're, they're just you know mm-hmm. they you know, they're gonna be mostly minor league guys. No no no, a lot of these guys you know they would love to play spoilers. So as we go look as we go through the schedule, I mean look that Mets Philly series, I mean that's gonna be huge. Because I think whoever mm-hmm. wins that series will probably be out of the wild card chase, and also I'll probably we even say maybe perhaps you know the you know the you know the NL East race. I don't know, but you know that should be a, a big series. I know the Dodgers and Cincy. I know Cincy has an outside shot of the you know the NL wild card. That's a bigger series for Cincinnati. Yeah. So, I, but I think if you're the Dodgers, you want to you're gonna you want to keep up with San Fran. So, you know, you're not gonna take the the, the Reds lightly. So that's gonna. That's a huge series, you know, a, a, a bigger series for the Reds. But I think, I think you know, the Dodgers, you don't want to let your take your foot off the gas. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I'm sure uh, Orioles and Red Sox, like the Orioles, <laughs> okay, the Yankees, all <laughs> they can handle, all, all they can handle. So I'm sure they would love mm-hmm. to play spoiler mm-hmm. for the Red Sox. So you know, you really oh, yes. look, these series. There's a big look. The series, you know, these series coming up, like I said, with the White Sox and the Rangers. I mean. You know, yeah, they're going to be, they're still trying to, within distance, they're trying to get that number two seed, but Mariners or Royals, if they want to keep up in the AL wildcard spot. Um, well, Salvador they, Perez uh, hit 50 home runs this year. Yes. <laughs> it, it's, it, it, it's unfortunate that Perez is not going to, is not going to get, get a lot of love for, you know, the AL, you know, AL MVP. And, you know, it, it's just, uh, you know, it's just, it's just crazy how all, all of that has transpired. It's, it's unfortunate because it's probably going to end up between, 
you know, of course, Vlad Jr. and uh, Shoya Otani. If, if, if the Royals were a better team, I think Perez would be mm-hmm. getting some looks, but, you know, it is what it is. But also, probably the bigger series that's going to come up, you know, that's going to start later tonight, you got the Braves and the Giants. I'm sure the Braves want to, you know, keep them their distance between the Phillies and the Rain. I mean, the Mets, I should say. And I'm mm-hmm. sure the, the Giants got to gotta keep, you know, the Dodgers are still, like, nipping at their heels. So, a lot of big series this weekend. Also, too, don't forget, we talked about this a few weeks ago when the Giants and Brewers uh, met up in, in by the Bay. The Giants and Brewers are battling for home field advantage throughout the NL playoffs. And I said, th- said this then, I'll say it again. Whoever gets home field advantage in the NL, will, they'll be the team that represents the National League in the World Series. Peace and blessings back to you. Back to Kasim, Kasim uh, Baker, who commented us on, to us on our YouTube channel. Thank you, Kasim. Back at you, my brother. But, yeah, I mean, it's good. Look, it's going to get – look. There, look, there's. I'm sure it's gonna be battling it out. This could be like an offensive, you know, like slugfest here. So we'll just have to wait <laughs> between these two teams. So we'll just have to wait and see. There should, should be some really great series coming up this weekend. All right, uh, the baseball conversation is in the books. Let's trans oh, trans tr- transfer over to college football, Lakina. As we get into week three, uh, week three of college football, there are some big games tomorrow. Uh, I'm excited for a couple of them. I'm going to run off a few to see what you think uh, is big news Saturday. Tomorrow at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on Fox is the 2-1 Nebraska Cornhuskers visiting number three Oklahoma. This is the first time these two teams have met in like what I think like six or seven years since Nebraska let the Big 12 to go to the Big 10. I don't know if this is going to be like the game of the century type of thing from like 50 years ago, but <laughs> I doubt I, it. I don't think it's going to be that. But like I think it's, I'm sure Scott Frost will have his guys right. I think he was like two and two, maybe, oh, he might be three or one. I'm not sure when he was at uh, Nebraska against Oklahoma, but it should be a fun It's good to see these two teams play each other again. Because the fact that you know they hadn't played in a few mm-hmm. years, I mean, I know Oklahoma made a big deal about, well, why is it like going? It, 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 look, you guys have had games against Nebraska at 11 a.m. before. Like you can go back in the day, like the 70s and 80s, like some of them, some of those uh, Thanksgiving games were like at 11 and you know 11 o'clock or noon. So <laughs> on Thanksgiving, some in some cases. So I think that's just a little, little silly, but it should be a fun one. I'm sure. Look, look, I think Oklahoma will pull away late. Like I said, the Oklahoma defense always makes things interesting, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think Oklahoma will, will pull away from them late. Um, since the Indiana, that should be an interesting one there. Also, Lakina, uh, not to cut you off, but uh, tonight's it, game, I believe is on big 10 network, uh, Maryland and FS1. Yeah. Maryland, and Illinois. As we said, I think Illinois is going to struggle this year, even though they have first year coach Brett Bayama. Uh, I think call me crazy, let you know more than I do, Lakina, which you do in terms of college football. But I think Maryland would get the best of Illinois. Yeah, that's a very, uh, very good Ma- uh, Maryland team. Uh, Tua's younger brother is you know, the quarterback there. So enough said. Tula Tagovailoa is a starting quarterback there. So I think that might it could be a blowout there. I mean, you know, Mike Locks has got those that that those those turfs playing well. So that should be a fun one. UCF and Louisville, that should be a interesting one too at 6 30 tonight on ESPN. That's a Friday, the Friday night game of the week there. Um since like I said, since in Indiana tomorrow at, at eleven AM, that's on ESPN. That should be an interesting one there. Luke Fickles, the Cubs is subject of a big mm-hmm. coaching rumor. We'll get to that in a second. Uh <laughs> Bob Tech and West Virginia, you know, you're always great when those two teams play each other. Michigan State and Miami, that should be an interesting one. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that one. I am looking forward to that one. That's on ABC tomorrow at 11 o'clock a.m. Chicago time. Miami, they lost to Alabama a couple of weeks ago. They bounced back last week. Uh, Michigan State, as you mentioned, Mel Tucker, they're no pushover. I expect this to be a very 
physical and entertaining game. Should be a fun one there. Um, Northern Illinois and Michigan, look up, you know, they're in the top 25. Michigan is, you know, they've been, been mm -hmm. playing well lately. Um, like I said before, I mean, they've been, oh, well, you know, uh, but your mom knows that Illinois just isn't very good. And you might be right about that, my friend. So <laughs> <laughs> you might be right about that, Armando. But uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, look, I think, you know, Northern, Northern, I know they had that big win against Georgia Tech a couple of weeks back in Atlanta. You know, they had their struggles against Wyoming. You know, Michigan, I think it's just a better team. I think they seem to be, I'm not going to, look, I'm not going to say Michigan's going to win the Big Ten East, folks. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but <laughs> look, Har look, Jim, Jim Harbaugh's got a whole new staff. You know, everybody, I think pretty much everybody on his staff's like under 40. He's like the oldest coach, the oldest guy there on the coaching side. So, but that should be a fun one. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, Minnesota. Purdue yeah, Purdue no. and Nor yeah, Purdue at number 12, Notre Dame tomorrow and 130 on NBC, not on Peacock. Yeah, maybe oh, the, well, maybe yeah, maybe the security play, camera versus yes. on Peacock. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, good lord! <laughs> well, look, well, look, I mean, look, I haven't been impressed by Notre Dame these these first couple of weeks of the season. So, and Purdue, I know they, I don't, I think they were out the one their their top running back. So, yeah, that might be tough for them to kind of, but I think that will make it interesting. Like I said before, they're they're overrated Notre Dame is, so I'm not, you know, I'm not a really big believer in them. <laughs> um, Minnesota and Colorado, that's a very early start for Colorado. If you have the Pac-12 network. You guys can check that out. Also, Alabama and Florida. That should be a big one. That's 230. You know, that's the first you know, SEC game. You know, 230 on mm -hmm. CBS. You think Florida's got a shot? I, they do have a shot. Will it keep it close? I, I think they'll mm -hmm. keep it kind of sort of close, but Alabama should pull away at the end. Yeah, I think you might be right about that. But then again, you know, I'm sure Dan Moe will have his guys ready. Um Let's see what anything other any other matchups that you got that you see that kind of you know Georgia Tech and Clemson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think Clemson should be on upset alert. That'll be an ABC mm -hmm. game at two thirty. Um, yeah, that that might yeah, that, but they, they get you know Georgia Tech. Remember they they lost to to Northern Illinois at home you know, a couple of weeks back. So that's yeah, uh, yeah. So I I wouldn't you know that's the first ACC game of the season for both teams. Florida State, you know, hoping to bounce back from that you know embarrassing home loss, Jacksonville State. You know, they got Wake Forest. That, that's an ESPN game at 2.30. Mm -hmm. um, Northwestern and Duke. You know, if you have the ACC Network, you can check that game out. Uh, let's see. Uh, you have South Carolina at 2-0 tra traveling to Athens, Georgia, to take on the number two Georgia Bulldogs. Shane Beaver has his guys. If you guys don't know the, uh, the, the last name, he's, you know, of course, he's a son of the legendary Virginia Tech, you know, legendary coach Frank Beamer. He's been playing. <laughs> he has his guys been playing well. They got He's got his guys over at South Carolina buying him. So Georgia better be on the lookout because I'm sure he'll have his guys ready. Uh, let's go over to the primetime games for tomorrow. ABC, 6.30 p.m. Chicago time. Number 22, Auburn, will travel to Happy Valley, no, Beaver Stadium and University Park to take on number 10, the Penn, Penn State Nittany, Nittany, Nittany Alliance. Say that five times fast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure, I think yeah. because of the commercial, Lakina, and the whiteout, uh -huh. I'll, I'll be tuning in to at least the first 15, 20 minutes. I'll be switching back and forth between that and the Sox game, White yeah, Sox I mean game. Yeah, they, yeah, they Auburn's you know, very interesting because you know, they got a, a a new coach there. And look, I I, I know they they played you know Ar, you know Akron, I should say, and you know Alcorn State. So this is going to be the first big test for them. Bo Nix needs to you know needs to you know keep you know, the interceptions down and not make a lot of mistakes. And because you know I'm sure you know they'll have 
they'll they'll be ready for uh, that matchup. But I mean, look, I think they're going to keep it close. You know, I think uh, Brian Hartson, who just this is first year there, so I'm I'm thinking he'll definitely have his. You know, I think he coaches in the SEC, so I think he'll he'll have his guys ready. But you know, Penn State's going to be very tough, and I think they realize they're kind of in the driver's seat right now, being in the top ten. But again, you never know. Virginia would go to Chapel Hill to take on the number one, number twenty one ranked North Carolina Tar Heels. Virginia they they beat the crap out of Illinois last Saturday. Mm-hmm. Well, they have a letdown at North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, well, I had to get that in. <laughs> well, that, yeah, I'll be interesting if they do have that sort of lack let, let down. They're going to the later games. Yeah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State and Boise State on FS one at eight o'clock. That should be a a fun one. Arizona State and BYU. That should be an interesting one there as well. Both teams. Let's are go. Edwards. Yeah, <laughs> you right. play to win the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, Fresno State at UCLA. You know, UCLA got a, had a week off to kind of you know recover from that win against uh, LSU. Mm-hmm. So that you know, hopefully you know that that you know, they'll kind of you know get them focused and ready for that game. Um, yeah, Chip but, Kelly, the man on big man on campus so far, two and zero. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the in the in the powder blue uh, shirt, you know, shirt. That has, <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna say the other word that Ed Orgeron said before that game, but because uh, that's not very nice. But mm-hmm. you know, probably the, of course the big news in college football this week was you know Mike Bo, who's AD over at USC, has you know decided on Tuesday to fire head coach Clay Helton. Now there have been some various guys that are. You know that you know names have been flowing around. Some have said you know maybe Luke Fickle, who Bone hired over at Cincinnati. He's over at Cincinnati. Now we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Mario Cristobal, which I don't think that's going to happen. You know he's got Oregon money. You know Oregon's got that Nike money, so there's no way that I doubt unless it's for like the something like Alabama or maybe Miami, where he won a national championship back in the early '90s. Um, he might leave for that, but he's not leaving for USC. So I, I when when that news came out about Clay Helton being fired, I thought of two people. I thought of Chris Bleck, who was one of my first instructors over at, you know, then Illinois Center for Broadcast, now IMS. Also, who's a USC grad. Also, another USC grad who's had on the show. Hope we can get him on soon. He's, he's a busy guy, so it's going to be hard. But hopefully, maybe before the year is out, we'll have him on. Sean Salisbury, who, of course, quarterbacks, mm-hmm. NFL veteran quarterback, also two quarterback for the Trojans back in the early 80s. So what what names, what names do you think kind of stands as sort of like a potential target for Mike Bone and USC? I know some people have thrown around Eric Bieniemy's name, the former NFL running back, current offensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs. I know he went to high school in the L.A. area. I know he said in the presser, I believe, yesterday that his his focus is on the Chiefs and it should be. But if he wants to do it, he can go do it. But I believe that he still wants to be a head coach in in the NFL. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, he has more than enough credentials to do that. Uh, is he's unfortunately he's been the victim of of the, the team success, which is not a bad thing, but it's not a great thing if you want to be hired as an NFL head coach right now. I think the this upcoming offseason, he'll this will probably I'm not gonna say his last shot, but this will probably his best and perhaps last shot again a head coaching job in, in the NFL. If, if he knows for certain that he's not gonna get an NFL head coaching job this offseason, he'll probably look at the at the USC USC job. Well, yeah, like you said, I mean, he's from the area, so he went to school in the area, so maybe, yeah, maybe he knows a little bit about the area. Um, it, it's interesting because, yeah, I know Luke Fickle, like I, like I said, I mean, you know, Bone hired him over at Cincy. You know, he did, it didn't work out very well when he was at Ohio State because they were transitioning from Urban Meyer 
you know, now he's got some coaching experience. You know, he has a team that's in the top 10 since he says he's going to be going to the, uh, the big 12 in a few years. So do you think, especially he also has young kids too. So you kind of wonder like, Hmm, do I really want to, you know, bring my kids in for that? You know, to, you know, in Los Angeles, you know, in the Midwest and things are more expensive mm -hmm. in, in Los Angeles too. Same thing with Matt Campbell from Iowa State. Iowa State. I mean, his name's being floated around potentially as a head, you know, as a head coach for SC. You know, he's got, you know, I think he's got four or five kids, and I think I don't know if they, I don't know if he and his wife are the one to move their family there. You know, just a lot of pressure, but you know, you never know. I mean, some of the names are being thrown around. I think it's just a little. I think like half these names are a pipe. I saw like Josh McDaniels, who's uh, the OC over at you know, with the Patriots. I think it's, that that sounds a little bit out there, but I don't know. I mean. Look, I, I'm sure there's a certain coach that's in Jacksonville right now. You know, I'm sure that you know he said there's no chance. Yeah, okay. He kind of he kind of did like this, <laughs> like you know, sort of mumble. Well, no chance. And then he just left the room. It was just sort of like you know. Mm, as, yeah, that as was old. all planned out. We know we know yeah, how like, these things go. Mm -hmm, okay. Yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, okay. And plus, too, since allegedly his wife was you know seen you know looking at houses in Los Angeles when he was still over there doing um you know, uh, an, an analysis for uh, Fox. But, yeah, I mean, I, who who the hell knows where this goes? I mean, ask me <laughs> that question. Ask the question again in about a month. That's all I got to say on that in that front. <laughs> yep, yep. You're listening to Second City Sports on another Hashtag Football Friday on Sports Zone Chicago. Along with Lakina McGee, I am Sydney Brown. Lakina, let's close out this first hour uh, with uh, breaking news from last night. If you guys were watching that Washington football uh game against the New York football Giants. Of course, the Washington football team won, won on the last second field goal. But during halftime of that broadcast, it was announced that HBO and NFL Films will do their very first in-season hard knocks. This will be the first edition as they will follow the 2021 Indianapolis Colts in-season. And the series will run through the end of the season. And Lakina, uh, I, I know it's early in the season. I know we, we always say that this is a of uh, the first two weeks are overreaction time for fans, critics, and everybody else in the NFL. But the the Indianapolis Colts, I know they looked ugly against the Seattle Seahawks last Sunday. But I, I still believe this is going to be a, a good team this year. You, uh, hopefully, they can focus. Uh, they're focusing on 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 the more important players on the team. I know the quarterback, star quarterback, always going to get the shine. So you're going to focus in on Carson Wentz. You're going to focus in on head coach Frank Wright. But let's focus in on that kicker with, with the <laughs> Sally Jesse Raphael glasses. Let's, oh, let's, yeah, let's focus in on Darius Leonard and let's focus in on their running backs. And uh, they had, as you, you, I know you were pumping it up on our podcast last year. That defense was a top five defense in the National Football League. Unfortunately, they couldn't get it done in the playoffs, but uh, they have some intriguing personalities and, and young players on that team. So I think this was a good choice for HBO. Of course, the Colts have never been on hard knocks before, so this is their first time. So let's try it out with this team for our first ever in-season hard knocks. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that Frank Wright, you know, you know, but but you know, we know how much you know their their GM Jim Irsay has a big, you know, big person, a big vibrant personality. So yeah, you know, I'm actually not surprised. You know, Frank Wright's a little more. I don't want to say he's reserved. He's kind of like you know, I don't want to say shy either because he's actually pretty. Mm -hmm. When you talk to him, he's actually got a pretty good personality. It's actually pretty funny. But yeah, I mean, it's just sort of interesting that they would want to do this. But I guess, like you said, you know, Rodrigo Blankenship. That's who you know says talk about their kicker, who's got the you know, the, <laughs> got the glasses and stuff like that. But I mean, it'll be. I think for folks who don't know the 
the Colts. I mean, they, they could be like in a contending team, the ASC. So I think this is sort of like a smart mm-hmm. thing. If you're the Colts, you get to know Carson Wentz, you'll get to know Jonathan Taylor. Um, you know, some of the other, the O-line guys, you know, Paris Campbell and those guys, you know, all their defensive, you know, guys, you know, Leonard and DeForest Buckner and, you know, those guys. And also it's sort of like, it just, it's going to be very interesting mm-hmm. to see what, what do they do? I mean, are, are, how much are we going to see? How much access are they going to have? You know, in that in that sense, especially when, if they have a really bad loss. I mean, thankfully, you know, they yeah. we see we see you know when they got they got pummeled, <laughs> and I do mean they did get pummeled <laughs> by Seattle. So I know the scoring you know looked a little a little bit closer, but that wasn't the case. So I'm a you know, it's gonna be very interesting though. This so this is an interesting concept that they're doing with you know the HBO is doing with their hot knocks. So we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, let's not forget Quinn Nelson as well. Whenever he returns oh, yeah. to the field. Yeah, I know he's from. Uh, he was one of the top draft picks from the University of Notre Dame just three years ago. Lakina bringing it back home to Chicago. Why can't the Bears be on hard, hard knocks? I know they're one of a handful of popular teams that have never been on that series, along with Green Bay, the New York Football Giants. <laughs> I know the Cowboys been on there three times. Of course, yes. uh, the year that Emmitt Smith broke the Walter Payton's record, they were on there again a few years ago, and they were on again this past season. So, uh. uh I want to see the the bear, the Chicago Bears, uh, get on hard knocks. Maybe if they if they move to if and when they move to Arlington Heights, they'll get that treatment. I don't know. Yeah, it's, good. it's good. yeah, it's good. yeah, it's gonna be pretty funny how they're gonna do this if if the Bears decide to do it. But yeah, I mean, look, I think it'd be great if the Bears didn't do hard knocks. But like again, the, I think under this regime, that'll probably never happen. So it's gonna mm-hmm. be very interesting though to see how what they do and and just just you know, you know figure out like how they're gonna do this and and everything. And but like I said, it's gonna be very interesting how they do this whole you know this in season style that they're doing because like I said, HBO and you know hard knocks they've never done this before. So it's gonna be interesting. Gonna be very interesting though to see how how that goes and look. Well, look, I think people are gonna get to know what you know the Colts and see you know what kind of team they are. And actually, are, are a pretty not only a, a pretty good team, but also got some really good personalities. Yeah. Also, too, the only element that I that that I noticed that, that jumped out. I mean, you're not gonna have the uh, uh the guy working at the grocery store or at the sanitation department yeah. that's trying to fight to make the roster. That element is gone since it's in season. Yeah, that's uh, that's good. That's gonna be kind of like the the thing, right? You know, they're not gonna you're not gonna get get that you know that great surprise. There, there, there might be a guy there that got in you know the the squad. You know, just oh, the, the last practice minute. squad. Yeah, I was just getting yeah. ready to say yeah. ask you. Yeah, maybe somebody come out the practice squad. That 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 will replace that. That that would be interesting. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Now, okay, now real quick before we go to break, let's talk about that Thursday that game. We actually ended up being a pretty thrilling game, even though it's kind of <laughs> it was a little chaotic the ending, but. You know, um, Taylor Heineke, I think, continues to amaze. Yeah. And he is, you know, look, I think he kind of bought himself some time again. I think, you know, he, he threw that great, that great, you know, the great pass to Peoples Jones. And, but then, you know, he threw an interception to Brad Berry while trying to get to Terry McLaren. So, you know, all types of emotions, you know, you got, you, know, you had, you know, Troy Eggman say some really nice things about you, but then you end up throwing something stupid and not run the ball. But yeah, luckily, uh, Darius Lawrence, you know, went offsides. How do you do that? How do you do that? How do you do that? Uh, you took a page out of the Bears' playbook last week with that them not touching the receiver who was already on the ground. But that's yeah, yeah, that's another. That's <laughs> a, uh, well, the, the rule itself is a little bit weird, but yeah, Rick, Ricky Seals Jones, I should say that too, the, uh, caught that great catch, you know, the great mm-hmm. pass from him. But I think I think the throw, I think the catch is actually better than the throw. <laughs> if, you, if you saw, uh, yeah, uh, if you saw Bucket and Eggman's uh, reaction to, it, I think their reaction to the. 
the reaction to the, uh, the throw, of course, of course, you know, Troy is a Hall of Fame quarter, but also to the catch, Seals Jones' catch. I mean, it was just, you know, amazing. But what did you think about that game real quick so before we go to break? I didn't get a chance to watch it. I caught the highlights. Um, like I said, Taylor um, Heineke looked good. Antonio Gibson, who's on my fantasy team, only 69 yards. I need more <laughs> from you, my man. I need more from you. That was my only concern. But uh, for the New York Giants, as we said before, Daniel Jones, this is going to be the year uh, if the Giants find out if he's their guy or not. I know Saquon Barkley is still working his way back from that torn ACL from a year ago. Their defense was actually not that bad last night, but Mm-mm. that offense. <laughs> yeah, I got. We got a lot. Of, yeah, we got a lot of giants. Shaking your hands. Yeah. Yeah, about that. We got. We got. You know, giants fans saying fire everybody, and you know what we. Yeah, they've been. They've been over two since, of course, that famous picture with Odell Beckham Jr. and some of the others. Also, too, Darius Slayton dropped that. You know that, but which are for sure touchdown catch, which you know could have changed the game, but you know it is what it is. All right, so we're going to take a really quick break. But now we're going to go into hour two of the show. We're going to continue our football Friday by previewing Bengals and Bears. We're also going to do our week three, uh, week two, I should say, uh, picks with our good friend, you know, Christine Manica. Manica of Kids. Manica. Manica, you know. Sorry, Christine, if you're listening to this right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, come on. I think I know her name right now, but of KX, KXRB in, the, in, in, in Dakota. So she's back. We're gonna be back doing our picks here, which we, we really didn't really didn't do too well last week. I'm just gonna I'm I'm just gonna throw it out there like I didn't do well with my picks last week. <laughs> I'll wait I, till you get the numbers out when Christine comes on. I'm, I'm not even gonna ask so that. <laughs> well, well, well. Let's let's say, let's say this. The good news is that no one, you know, everyone's close. Everyone's very close. So that's a that's that's a, a good thing in here. That's a good, that's thing. good thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, even though we really, really didn't do it last week, but but you know, this is the second city sports on Sports on Chicago. Hour two is coming at you. We're on the other side of this break. AutomotiveMap.com presents the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. In Sunday's Major League Baseball action, the Cubs got pounded 9-1 at home against Kansas City. The White Sox shot out on the road 9-0 at Tampa. NFL preseason on Saturday, the Bills hammered the Bears 41-15. Andy Dalton, 11 of 17, passing 146 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Justin Fields, 9 of 19 for 80 yards. Head coach Matt Nagy says Dalton remains the week one starter and that Fields is ahead of schedule. When you look at a guy like Justin and you see the things that he's doing, um, are there some things that he can get better at? Yeah, for sure. That, that's going to be we're going to say that three years from now but at the same point in time for him um there's also things that he's doing better probably than we thought coming into this which is good too like that's what we want we want that to happen Download the free Score app. Lightning Fast update so you never miss a thing. It's why the Score app is one of North America's most popular sports apps. I'm Chuck Sanders. Dance the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. Bluestar medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. Automatically. Dollar for dollar with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 
99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. To album number two of Hashtag Football Friday, baby, on Second City Sports on Sports Zone. Chicago. Miss <laughs> Lakina McGee, I am Sydney Brown. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter and IG at CK80. Once again, at CK80, that's S I D K I D 80. S I D K I D 80. You can follow me at Keenan McGee on the Twitter and at Keenan Oscar McGee on the IG. Download that Sports Zone Chicago app wherever you get your apps, including the Apple iTunes Store or Google Play. Make sure the apps have Sports Zone Chicago. Follow Sports Zone Chicago on all social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow War Media at uh, all all social media platforms at WAR Media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can watch this show right now, Sega City Sports, every Monday and Friday from noon to 2 p.m. right here on Sports on Chicago on our Facebook page at Sports on Chicago or at, on YouTube at Sports on Chicago. If you want to put in a question or a comment in our in, in our comment section, you can do so on our Facebook and YouTube pages, post post up your questions and comments. Lakina will get them up on the air for you. And thank you very much in advance for your support. Like, share, subscribe, and tell your friends. Speaking of support, the Chicago Bears will get it this coming Sunday afternoon, Lakina, as they will host the Cincinnati Bengals. And the, for the first time in two years, the Bears will have full capacity with fans in the stands. No restrictions, no requirements to get into the stadium. So Bears fans will be loud and ready to go. Of course, the Bears are coming off a 34-14 to 14 loss to the Los Angeles Rams last Sunday night. While the Bengals had an overtime win by a game-winning field goal over the Minnesota Vikings in their whole opener last week. So the Bengals are 1-0 while the Bears are 0-1. Lakina, the Whispers are getting louder as we expected. Uh, by the days that Justin Fields should be starting as soon as possible. As of right now, that's not happening. Andy Dalton will get, get the start against his former team. We talked about the, the game on, on our broadcast on Monday. Uh, the offense outside of David Montgomery and outside of that first drive, minus that first interception, did not look good. It was dink and dink. Mm-hmm. Are we going to see more of the same on Sunday, even though Cincinnati's defense did get to Kirk Cousins about three or four times for sacks? Mm-hmm. It's not as good as the Rams' defense is, but will we see see more of the same game plan, Lakina? Or do you think, or do you think that head coach Matt Nagy will have uh, have uh, the intelligent parts in his brain highlight and say, open it up a little bit? Maybe it's just me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. The old co- is this going to be like the Andy Dalton revenge game? I guess that's what I guess that's what we're, people are playing off here. This is going to be the first, his first time, I believe, you know, facing his former team that he, well, you know, he played there for I think like eight or nine years and went to a couple of playoffs. But I mean, I mean, are we going to see more dinking and dinking or whatever they call you know dinking dunk or dunking whatever you know dunking donuts? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I mean, look, look, I mean. I know, I know. Um, the Bengals are not going to have Ricardo Allen. You know, he's on IR, but he's like one of the one like decent, you know, secondary guys that they do have. But yeah, it's going to be very interesting, though. I mean, you know, are they going to give uh, Montgomery the ball more? You know, they mm-hmm. they did it for a little bit, but then they, they kind of just stopped. I guess they kind of just gave up because they get the Rams were kind of you know catching up to what they were doing. 
you know, will you know Robinson and Mooney, a Robin, you know, Darnell Mooney. I mean, are they going to have to, you know, are they going to going to have a big day to, you know, from them? I mean, you know, will the tight ends be a factor? Will Cole Komet or, you know, Jimmy Graham? Also, what about the defense? I mean, it looks like you know Eddie Goldman's questionable as of this recording. Um, I know Tayshawn Gibson's been banged up. Um, you know, Eddie Jackson. I mean, is he going to be able to tackle anybody? And also, too, good luck. You know, <laughs> good luck. Uh, Hicks and Nichols and Mac. You know, having us and uh, real constant having to slow down Joe Mixon, which is, you know, which is saying how how good he runs when he's healthy. So, you know, th- this game, like I said, like we were say before when the schedule came up. I mean, this game's not a gimme for the uh, the Bears. I mean, I know people want to say it is, but since it's Cincinnati, but you know, they actually got some players there in Cincinnati. As long as they keep Joe Burrow upright. Long as that, and they did, you know, they, they only he only got sacked once in their game mm-hmm. against Minnesota last week. You know, T. Higgins is really good. Jamar Chase had a, a good showing for his first game. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, for the defense, I mean, I mean, they're they're not they're kind of a, you know, I don't want to say they're a bunch of no name guys, but you know, DJ Readers, you know, been pretty good. Um, you know, Trey Anderson is, is another guy that's actually been pretty decent, but you know, they're not like household names. So it's gonna be very interesting, though. It's gonna be very interesting this this game because. Yeah, you really just don't know. This is one of those cases where you just don't know what to do, what to, what to think, I should say. You're listening to Hashtag Football Friday on Second City Sports on Zone Chicago. Sid Lakini here with you as we preview the Week 2 matchup between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Chicago Bears and the Bears Hall opener for the 2021 season. That game will kick off on, on Fox at noon on Sunday down on the lakefront. Kevin Kluger, um, Mark Sanchez, I believe, Laura Goldman, Chicago's very own, will be doing the sidelines for that game. So you watch that game on Fox. Lakina, take a look at the rankings from from a week ago. The Bears are 26 in offense in the National Football League. Their defense is ranked 16th. Passing is 26 and rushing is 12. On the flip side, Cincinnati's offense is ranked 23rd. The defense is 20th. The passing is 24th. But their rushing offense is ranked 9th. Now, Joe Mick. Mixon is going to be the key, I believe, uh, for the Bears to, to for the Bears to stop it. The Bears are going to win. You mentioned Eddie Goldman's about that knee. He didn't play last week. He looks like he hasn't played. He's not going to play this week. Joe Mixon had over 29 carries for over 100 yards last week and then went over Minnesota. Everything starts and goes with him. We'll get to a second-year quarterback, Joe Joe Burrow, in just a moment. But uh, what makes this thing to go for the Cincinnati offense we saw last week against Minnesota is Joe Mixon. And we talked about it last week as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's, it's going to be, you know, they, can they slow down Mixon? Like I said, I mean, he's one of those guys, when healthy, is one of the best. Like I said, he's one of the, one of the top, I want to say he's one of like the top 10 running backs, but he's definitely right there in like the middle tier. Mm-hmm. So that's going to look, especially if it gets that front seven, you know, they're, they look, give me, Darnell Henderson made him look, you know, Junior made him made you know himself look good against the against the Bears at front seven last Sunday. So last Sunday night, I should say. So it's going to be very interesting to see what you know how that how they're going to attack that front that front seven is going to attack Joe Mixon. Is is he gonna? Are they going to have to depend on Burrow to throw the ball more? And I think he, they're not going to want to do that. But you know, can that O line keep him upright? You know, can Tyler Boyd and Chase and Higgins can those guys be factors in case you know they owe that. The Bears can slow down mixing. I mean, that's going to be the key. I mean, are they going to, you know, try to force us to the point where they're going to have to maybe perhaps, you know, have Burrow depend on the, you know, throw the ball more, which I, I don't think they want to. But if, if, <laughs> if, if they make the running game a, a non-factor, 
They may do that, but again, it, we just we just don't know. This game, we, this is one of those I don't know games. I don't know who I'm going to pick. You know, we just don't know. Let's focus in on Cincinnati Bengals rookie wide receiver Jamar Chase. He had a a a, a great debut, five catches for 101 yards in a score in last week's win over Minnesota. Him and Joe Burrow played together in college down there at LSU. Like you know, I, I assume that Jalen Johnson or the Bears is going to shadow him and cover him for the majority of the game. If that's the case. It opens it up for Tyler Boyd, and it opens up for Joe Mixon in, in the passing game from the running back position uh, if Jamar Chase is shut down. If that's the case, Lakina, it's going to be a long day for the Bears, but if the Bears cannot stop the run, it's really going to be a long day. I think this was going to come down to for the Bears' defense. And let's see if Khalil Mack, can we hear his name being called besides being blocked and triple teamed a couple of times. I want to see some pressure on, on, these quarter, on, on the quarterbacks from the defensive line. And we all and we talked about this last week. The secondary is only as good as your defensive line. If your defensive line is not doing this job, your secondary get exposed. I know everybody in the city has been beating up Eddie Jackson of uh, the Bears safety, and rightfully so. I want to see somebody else from the secondary make some plays as well. And I think that's gonna be the thing because it's gonna be a long day for the Bears if 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 Chase and Higgins and you know, if they can you know, if, if that's going to be sort of like the thing where like Will Burrow try to expose that secondary for the Bears because they're it's not that good, unfortunately. You got to think like, okay, yeah, I think they're going to take turns, you know, you know, blocking Jamar Chase, and that's going to be a, a tough task. I don't care who you are, but it's going to be, you know, that that's going to be the thing where I think if I if they see what if they do the same thing, if the Bengals going to do the same thing that the that the Rams did, kind of like exposing you know the deficiencies in that secondary. It's going to be a long day for the Bears, you know. Just whether just, whether Justin Fields plays, yes, that's yes, that's sort of like the thing. But again, that might not be the issue. But you know, what are your guys' thoughts on the Bears and Bengals matchup for Week Two? Will the Bears get back on track to get their first win of the season, or will they go on two? You can post your comments on our Facebook page at Sports on Chicago, and on our Facebook on our uh, YouTube page at Sports on Chicago. Place your comments. In your predictions, your final scores of this this Sunday's Bears game, we'll get them on the air for you. Shout out to Antoine Showtime Ward. He says, "What up, guys? The Bears D line should be able to get some pass rush against that young offensive line on the Bengals. They should, they should. And if they stop the run, like like you mentioned, Antoine, uh, that that pressure should come on Joe Burrow early. I know Minnesota had some success." In that game last week in the first quarter, but after that, Cincinnati did tighten things up. They were able to score on that struggling Vikings defense. Lakina, let's go back to the offensive side of the ball for the Bears. Cole Kamen finally got his shine with five catches. Jimmy Graham with one catch from the tight end position. I want to see if Matt Nagy can actually open it up to the tight end position again. And David Montgomery, will we see more receptions, uh, opportunities for him from the passing game perspective? Uh, he should get the ball between 20 and 25 times uh, rushing the ball. That's without question. Yeah, he, he should. He should. But will he, though? That's going to be the, the issue there. Because like I exactly. said. Exactly. That's a thousand dollar question. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, yeah. I mean, that's going to be the thing where if he is going to be the factor here, if they're going to make him a factor, you know, are they going to, you know, push the ball down the field and keep, you know, Burrow and Chase and the rest of the, the Cincinnati offense off the field? That's probably going to be the, the, the million dollar question. But, you know, I mean, like I said, I mean, you know, the old line shouldn't really have any problems because that's a very young defensive line that, that like I said before, and a lot of no-name guys, so they really shouldn't have a problem. But, again, you never know with this Bears team. So mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a very close game. Like I said, it's not going to be a gimme. 
again, we'll save our picks, you know, on the other side of the break, but mm-hmm. I, I just don't, I just don't trust this Bears team at this point. I don't like, I know people are missing, you know, Channing, you know, Justin Fields, you know, get him out there. But look, if your defense is not going to, you know, slow down that offense of the, of the Bengals, that's going to be like, that's going to, that's going to be the least of your, your problems. <laughs> that's our question for, for, for you, the Bears fan, this half hour. Should Justin Fields be on the field sooner rather than later? We, we know that he's not going to start this Sunday. It'll be uh, Andy Dalton, the former Bengals quarterback, getting to start against his former team. When do you guys think that Justin Fields will be on the field? Will it be next week in Cleveland? Will it be two weeks from now, as George truly said, against the Detroit Lions? Or will it be the following week in the second game in October when the Bears travel to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders? Uh, what do you guys think? When will when will we see Justin Fields on the field as the full-time starting uh, quarterback for the Chicago Bears? Place your comments in our comment section on Facebook at Sports Zone Chicago or here on YouTube at Sports Zone Chicago. Uh, place your comments in the comment section. We'll get them up on the air for you. And Showtime Ward has uh, chopped in, uh, chimed in again. Shout out to uh, Showtime Ward. How do you guys feel, Matt Nagy, in certain fields, uh, the way that he did in game one? As I said last week, if you're going to utilize fields, put him to run in the red zone offense. That's a good idea, uh, Showtime, but I want to see fields in for a whole series. Now, will they happen this Sunday? Who knows? Me personally, selfishly, I hope that it does. But if not, uh, your idea is correct, correct uh, Showtime. Let's see them in the red zone. Uh, that gives the, bear, uh, the Bears more options and that make them more of a dangerous threat uh, to, to score points. Because remember, Lakina, we talked about this last week as well. Uh, the Bears have been up and down the last couple of years in terms of putting up touchdowns in the red zone and putting Mr. Fields in. If you're not going to use them for a series, Put them in uh, in red zone opportunities. That gives your team they increase your chances uh, that much more for for your team to put up points on the board. I'm talking about touchdowns, not field goals. Yeah, I mean it's going to be very interesting though if they do. That be it worked you know, last week against the Rams, but again the problem is that they didn't get that close to the red zone anymore after that. So exactly you know, <laughs> that's that's going to be sort of like the thing. You know, do you really want to? You know, are they going to do dinks? You know, are they going to do like jet sweeps? I mean, you know, like you you have a guy mm-hmm. that can run, so you're not going to be. You, know, you don't want to have to do all that. But I, I think at this point, I'll, look, I just want to see what the game plan is. And and look, if you, if you heard Bill Lazor's comments, he didn't look very confident. And and I think there seems to be like some division in the locker room that you know there are some guys that probably want Justin Fields to start, mm-hmm. depending on how. I mean, depending on how you look at it, but again, you, you just don't know at this point. And, and I, I kind of feel like, you know, it's not against Eddie Dalton personally, but they feel, I'm sure they feel like maybe Justin Fields gives them a better chance to win. And as they get closer and closer to the season, especially the Bears don't, aren't going to do well, they do not have a good record. It's it's going to be, you know, you're going to, you're definitely going to see some division in the locker room, I think. I'll say this before we close out this uh this portion of uh, our Bears preview, our Bears Bengals preview. If the Bears lose on Sunday, the Whispers are will become angry chants louder and louder for Fields to get in in the game in terms of a of a of starting and taking this the helm forward. Now if they get blown out here, it's really going to get ugly. And head coach Matt Nagy will have a, mm-hmm. a will have something more on the plane than just worrying about winning the next game because people might say that he's doing the playing this right in terms of having Justin Fields ready, but 
if they lose and lose ugly on Sunday, uh, you may have to change those plans. So, but uh, all this can calm down for a week if the Bears win, as Lakina mentioned, we'll give you our picks in our next segment with Christine Manica. But uh, I'm not going to say the season is on the line, but <laughs> people's jobs in just people's jobs are on the lines is on the line this Sunday. And th- this game will be in part, not everything, but be in part to where the Bears are headed moving forward. Because we already said this season is a watch because both of us don't have them going to playoffs, and rightfully so, despite what happened last Sunday night. But what happens on Sunday will can determine and will determine what this Bears franchise will uh, what w- will happen to this franchise going forward on the field. Yeah, and our buddy uh, Showtime once again timed in. He didn't go down to do a horrible job of moving the ball down the field. The play calling just needs to be better. You know, I think both can be true, Tuan. I think that that's going to be sort of like the thing. Yeah, yeah, he didn't do a bad job. You know, he ran for like 12 yards. You know, you know he ran for like, he got first downs, <laughs> but he ran like 12 yards to get the first down. So, you know, I think the play calling, it might, it might be both. Who knows? Like I said, know your personnel. But mm-hmm. – and also, to some breaking news, you know, came across the wires. Eddie Goldman is doubtful with that knee injury. He was limited in practice today. Also, too, um, questionable, you got Robert Quinn, Jason Peters, Marquise Goodwin, and also Darnell Mooney. So, a lot of guys are questionable for the Bears. <laughs> That's not good. So, again, there's actually more, but we'll, we'll get to that in a second when we do our picks. But I don't know, Sid. I mean, I, I kind of feel like we're sort of, you know, is he come kind of, is going on a short leash? I don't, I don't see it, but you know, you, you tell me. Maybe, maybe he will be. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? You know, the Bears are so secretive. Uh, uh, they can't mess this up, can they? <laughs> can they? Like, can they? Like I said, this, like I said, these aren't the Bengal teams like a few years ago where they're terrible. I mean, like I said, they'll, they, mm-hmm. I'm not saying they would have made the playoffs, but I think they were kind of, you know, got would have gotten close to 500. They could, they could have finished, you know, seven nine or something like that had Burrow not gotten hurt. So, yeah, you know, that's a, this, like I said, this is not a gimme. But again, you, you just don't know, and I don't know what to expect from this Bears team. I, I, I don't. Of, yeah, like I said, outside of David Montgomery, I don't know. <laughs> Nobody you knows. Think, yeah, the, well, like I said, will Matt Nagy open up the playbook a little bit more? Because outside of uh, going to uh, Antoine's uh, last comment, uh, the play calling actually wasn't bad, especially in that first drive outside the interception. But it, it was just dink and dink. Shout out to our good friends Matt Peck and and Big Dave Watson on their hot mm-hmm. mic segment last week. I watched it on YouTube. But it was mm-hmm. dink and dink from there on after. It, and will the Bears take chances down the field? That's the big. That's the million dollar question. You mentioned Ricardo Allen, the former Atlanta Falcon, yep. is out. So can in Minnesota took a couple of chances last week, and they paid up for him, especially on on that second touchdown to Adam Thielen late in that first half. But will the will the Bears do that? Andy Dalton, I know he doesn't have the greatest arm in the world, but can he at least throw a thirty yard pass down the field to Allen Robinson? You would hope they could do that this week. You think? But I mean. You you hope you hope so, but again, I, I again. It sounds I don't like we're talking about a high school team here. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, it's 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 just, just hilarious though. And you kind of and like you said, I mean, you, you kind of feel like okay, are we gonna? Like I said, it's, it's gonna be an adventure regardless, right? I think we're definitely gonna see how you know how um how the play calling is, how the defense plays, because I think. You know, I see everybody Twan said the next game should be a manageable one for both sides of the ball for the Bears, which is why we're all looking at this game as a must win. 
Yes, it is a must win for the Bears. <laughs> yes, I don't. Because it's, uh, heaven forbid, I do mean heaven forbid, they get embarrassed in, uh, at home in front of fans. In that home opener, it's going to get ugly real quick. So we'll see what happens on Sunday at noon on Fox on the late for Lakina. Quickly before we lose our minds, let's uh, we'll mm -hmm. make our picks in a, in the next in the next segment. But what other games that that are you are looking forward to on Sunday in Week Two in the National Football League? I have you know Rams and Colts should be a fun one. I mean you're doing like the whole you know traveling cross country. I know the Colts are going to want to kind of you know get back on track, but this is a Rams team that I feel like is on a mission. And you know we got Matt Stafford is going to be playing you know very comfortable playing in you know, a controlled environment. I I mean I I, I this is probably one of my toss up games because of course you know you're you're traveling cross country and this and that with the Rams, but. I, I wouldn't be surprised. If, I'm not gonna say it's gonna be a blowout, but I wouldn't mm -hmm. be surprised if the the Rams hammer the the Colts. I mean, I did not like what I see from the Colts last week, so that's gonna be very interesting. Um, let's see, San Francisco and Philadelphia. I'm you know, really looking forward to that one. Chicago's very own Adam Amin, TV voice for the Bulls. He'll be uh, Chicago Bulls. He'll be calling that game for Fox. So I think most of the country will get that game. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so too. Um, uh, um, uh, Vegas and Pittsburgh, uh, Raiders and Pittsburgh, Raiders off that big win, cut off a short week mm -hmm. having to play Pittsburgh. You know, I think Pittsburgh kind of feels like, you know, since they beat Buffalo, they kind of feel like they're sort of like, yeah. you know, short along, you know, it's always interesting when these two teams play, <laughs> play, uh, play against each other. That should be a fun one. Yeah. First um, game of the doubleheader on CBS on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans and Carolina. I mean, that, that might be interesting too, because of the fact that I don't think, I don't think Carolina. I'm not going to say it's going to be a blowout either because I feel like, you know, how are we going to get bad Jameis? I think that's the thing that Saints fans are going to kind of going to be worried about. Are we going to get the bad Jameis, if you will? Um, the the first game in the, the, the three o'clock um, slate, um, Minnesota and Arizona, that's going to be the, the Fox single head of Fox game. The Vikings have already rolled out. Listen to this. Anthony Barr, Christian Derisaw, Everson Griffin, and Paris in hand. So... That, that's not good if you're a Vikings fan. <laughs> not good at all. And, of course, uh, Falcons, Buccaneers at the same time on Fox. Uh, Greg Oaks will be doing that game for Fox along with Kevin Burkhart and Pam Oliver. The Falcons uh, looked bad last week in their whole opener against the Eagles in a loss. Of course, the Buccaneers uh, got by the Cowboys last Thursday night. And the 325 game on CBS, uh, most of the nation will get this game. It's the Dallas Cowboys at the Los Angeles Chargers. And then, of course, Sunday night, Chiefs and Baltimore Ravens. I really look forward to that one. Oh, that Sunday nighter should be a lot of fun. And also to the Monday nighter, you know, shouldn't be too bad. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking that Aaron Rodgers is going to you know, go on his revenge tour. So I'm thinking that maybe... <laughs> I think I think maybe the, the Packers. I'm not gonna say they're gonna hammer the the Lions, but I, I think that you we may see a big game from him. You know, just saying. But you know, well, you never know in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, Lions head coach Dan Campbell. I think he'll keep the jokes to a zero. Actually, the last couple of times that the Lions played the Packers on Monday Night Football has been actually been classic games. Yes, they have. So, so, so will we get so a classic may, one? May, like you say, will we get another classic one? And will we get an upset? I doubt it, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> Yeah, should be. Yeah, that should be a fun one there. And also, too, the, of course, the Manning Bros will be doing, you know, the, the simulcasting ESPN2. That's going to be another Manning Bros game. I can only imagine what Eli's going to say since he's faced both these teams multiple times. So that should be. <laughs> I can only imagine what the stories he's going to be. He's going to share. But uh, yeah, that should be a fun one, too. Um, 
Real quick though, as you go outside of the NFL before we go to break, because I don't think we'll have time to talk about talk about this when we do our picks. But shout out to uh to Lisa Bayan to Chicago's very own. She's been named uh, the lead play-by-play person over with the Milwaukee Bucks. She will actually be the first to ever the first female to ever, you know, be the uh, professional the lead play-by-play voice in one of the men's professional sports. So that's uh, congrats to her and you know, definitely deserving. Yes. Yeah, she's also been a sideline reporter for Turner Sports for March Madness, and she did some work for Big Ten, never for college basketball and college football. So you Milwaukee Bucks fans, you guys are lucky. So you should enjoy her broadcast. So she'll be doing uh, TV work for the Milwaukee uh, Milwaukee Bucks for Bally Sports Wisconsin. So that, that should be a whole lot, of, whole lot of fun. And as we um, see more women in – lead roles, not just sideline reporting, but in analyst roles. And now hopefully you can get more in TV voice roles permanently, not, not just in temp in temp roles. All right. We got our, our, our buddy, Christina Manika, Manika, I should say. Uh, it's okay. okay. Everybody messes it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, over for KXRB joining us a little early. So uh, real before we go to break, when we do our PTO, what's sort of like, what sports headlines kind of caught your eye this week? Me? Oh, gosh. Um, I, I got to say, what, what Sid was talking about, the Bucks uh, announcing her as the new play-by-play person, that's awesome. I, I always support women in sports. In yeah. fact, I'm, I'm doing some volunteer work back here in Sioux Falls, coaching young girls in sports, like for running and stuff like that. And it's all about that female empowerment. So, so props to her. I think that's a pretty cool story. I also think Christian Yelich buying those 10,000 tickets for fans coming up. That's a pretty unexpected story. And it just shows the type of guy that he is. Um, and then the one yesterday that I heard Tom Brady saying that he can play till he's 50. Yeah, that's a, that's a scary thought. And he could do that too. That's the scary part. He could do it. Yeah, right. How much steroids he's on. Oh. You know, it's all about that TV12 mentality, I think. Whatever type of program he's on. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is very true. All right, folks. We're going to take a really quick break. We're going to do our week two picks. We didn't, we didn't do so. None of us deal did very well in week one. But the good news is that no one, like, we're all like a game of, of each other. So, you know, that's a good thing. So we're going to take a really quick break. We're going to do our week 12 picks NFL with our buddy Christine Manica from KXRB coming up next. This is Second Season Sports on Sports in Chicago. And we'll see you in just about a minute. AutomotiveMap.com presents the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. In Sunday's Major League Baseball action, the Cubs got pounded 9-1 at home against Kansas City. The White Sox shot out on the road 9-0 at Tampa. NFL preseason on Saturday, the Bills hammered the Bears 41-15. Andy Dalton, 11 of 17, passing 146 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Justin Fields, 9 of 19 for 80 yards. Head coach Matt Nagy says Dalton remains the week one starter and that Fields is ahead of schedule. When you look at a guy like Justin and you see the things that he's doing, um, are there some things that he can get better at? Yeah, for sure. That's that's going to be we're going to say that three years from now but at the same point in time for him um there's also things that he's doing better probably than we thought coming into this which is good too like that's what we want we want that to happen Download the free Score app. Lightning Fast update so you never miss a thing. It's why the Score app is one of North America's most popular sports apps. I'm Chuck Sanders, that's the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. 
Boost Our Medicated Ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. Automatically, dollar for dollar with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Lagina. No, no, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we do this all the time. <laughs> I know. Our, our signals are cross. Our signals are cross. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> Welcome back to our last segment of the show on this hashtag Football Friday on Sports Zone Chicago, Second City Sports. Sid Lakina here with you. We're joined by our uh, weekly uh, NFL picks analyst, Miss Christine Manica from KXRB Radio in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. She waits to our faithful fans on the YouTube. Lakina, <laughs> give us the records from last week. You said it wasn't pretty good. It, it was, was not that great, but uh, how bad it, was it? <laughs> it wasn't as bad. I mean, you know, okay. like I said, well, you know, nine. Thing. Yeah, I'll right. say, yeah, I mean, like, nine, yeah, I, mean, I said, I think you're in the lead with nine. You know, the Chris, Christine and I, we yes! have eight. We have eight, you know, but the good news is, is that we're all like a game of, of, of heart. So it's still That's very early. For the first yeah. week, I'll take it. Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, but yeah but I'm coming after you. <laughs> I love the trash talk already. Uh, to you young folks out there, it's not a it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. We got a long exactly. way to go, my yeah. sister. <laughs> I love yeah. it, but we got a long way to go. Yeah, well, you deal with the mess over here. Yeah, there were a couple, <laughs> yeah, there were a couple of games that kind of that killed us, that killed all three of us. But you know what, though, like you said, it's only week one, so get the yeah. get get the cakes out. You know, let let's let's get right to it. Um, a pretty good one here in the AFC East. You got the Patriots and the New York Jets. Chrissy, you can go first. Oh, I'm honored to go first for this one. Um, you know, the the Jets, they haven't had the best games in the last season alone. That speaks for itself. And you know, I see a lot of promise in Mac Jones. So I'm I'm gonna go for the Patriots on this one and say New England. I'm going I'm going with New England. Uh Mac Jones did show some promise after that turnover last week. Uh, they should have won that game against the Miami Dolphins, but the uh, Dolphins uh, did enough in the last seconds to survive there. Uh, Zach Wilson on the flip side for the Jets. Uh, he didn't look that great. Maybe he'll look a little bit better since this will be the Jets' whole opener. Their defense is actually not that bad, even though they're suffering injuries. But I think Matt Jones will thrive off of what he did in that second half last yeah. week in that loss. So I'm going with the Patriots. But it should be a, a close game. Yeah, it's always a close game between these two teams, right? You know, these are two divisional rivals. So I'm going to pick the Patriots just because they sh they, they probably should have won last week against the probably. Dolphins. 
So yeah, so but it's, it's going to be a close one though, as it usually is between these two teams. So um, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm saying the really good one here now. Um, you know, there's another new game on CBS. Actually, our buddy uh, Spiro Dees and uh, Jay Feely will be calling this one. We got Denver and the Jags. Um, you know, whether or not uh, Urban Meyer Urban will still be the head coach by the end of uh, this, you know, this month. But that's another that's a whole other story. So, said you start. <laughs> I like what the Denver Broncos did last week on the road against the Giants, even though that was a late game. They're going on the road to the East Coast again, but this time for an early game. I don't think the time zone difference will matter. Trevor Lawrence looked like a rookie quarterback. That's why I expected I expect him to play a little bit better, but I like the Broncos defense just that much more better. And Teddy Bridgewater didn't turn the ball over. He did what he had to do. He was efficient. I expected the Broncos to have the same game plan this Sunday on the road again. They're going two and zero. I got Denver. Yeah, I'm 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 picking Denver too. I just I I kind of feel I know Judy is done for the year, but I I feel like I trust them a little more than I trust the Jags. Yeah, I, I'm with you guys, too. It's It's got to be Denver. I've been getting so much flack at work for saying uh, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, he's not going anywhere. He's going to be the flop. But, no, he looked like a rookie. And what, what do you expect? It's his first big-time game. I believe I saw that that was his first regular season game that he lost between high school and college. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, last week is going to humble him a little bit and kind of knock him down a few pegs. So, and with Bridgewater, you know, again, he he's just getting back into that role of being a starting quarterback. He hasn't been used to that in a long time. So, of course, he'll make a few mistakes here or there. But when it comes down to it, Bridgewater's got, got more over uh, Lawrence, I think. So, it's got to be Denver. All right, moving on to another great AFC East matchup. We got the Bills and the Dolphins. I'll start right off the bat. I think the Bills are not going to be in a very good mood. Uh, Will Fuller's out for the Dolphins, so I'm going to pick the Bills. They're going to bounce back, and they're going to, you know, they're not going to be in a very good mood. So I'm going to say that the Bills are going to beat the Dolphins, pulling away late. Though it won't be a blowout, but I think they are because these two teams actually have played, you know, very close games. But I think they're going to Bills going to pull away late. I think. Yeah, it, it's got to be the Bills too. My Miami, I think, got lucky last week, so I, it's yeah, I'm going with the Bills for this one. Buffalo for me. All right. Oh, I, I love it. A unanimous Pretty pick. Easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. got to love those. Got to love those. It's going to be a little bit tougher, though. You got the 49ers and the Eagles next up. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you start. I think this is the one I kind of struggled with, too. Like, I, I have a big circle on it for my notes. But I, I, I'm going to say Jalen Hurts did not have a bad outing last week for the Eagles. Right. So because of that and his big, you know, show, I, I'll take Philadelphia for this one. As usual, Christine's still in my picks. I'm going with Philadelphia <laughs> as well. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, as you mentioned, didn't play bad last week. He actually had three touchdown passes, but it was Philadelphia's defensive front led by uh, um, Fletcher Cox. And I expect that to could, that could to continue for Philadelphia. It's going to come down to the running game on the flip side. The 49ers are starting to get the injury bug again. Raheem Moser, their starting running back, is out for the year. Greenlaw, who had that pick six yeah. last week at Detroit, he's injured. He's out for a while. So uh, the 49ers will have to go back on to the East Coast again. They did it last year, even though there was no fans in the stands, and they survived it before all the injuries started to take place. But this year, things are going to be a little bit different by the Bay. I'm, I'm going with Philadelphia. 
there's a lot of excitement, you know, with uh, Philly. So especially since they know that they that's a wonderful division in the, in the NFC East as it usually yeah. is. So, <laughs> but like you said, so I mean, the, the injuries too. I'm gonna I'm gonna be unanimous too. Like I'm gonna pick the Eagles. You know, just be, just because I think Taylor Hurts looked good and they go too many injuries though are piling up again for the 49ers, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I'll definitely be watching this game live via my computer. <laughs> well, this is another game I'm gonna be watching live: uh, Rams and Colts. So this should this is one of those games that I had a really hard time um, picking, but I'm gonna pick the Rams. You know, mainly because mm, I, I just I don't know what I'm gonna get for the Colts at this point. I know they're they're still kind of they're a little bit banged up too still, but it's gonna be a fun game. So I'm gonna pick the Rams in a close one. Christine. I'll go with the Rams too, just because we saw what Stafford did last week with his with his new crew. So yeah, it's the Rams. The Colts, I'm just waiting to see what happens since it's still kind of early. I'm gonna surprise you guys. I'm going with the Colts. They were home. Yep, I'm going with the Colts. Why? <laughs> Because I said so, young lady, that's why. <laughs> no. <laughs> All these young folks talking that trash already. No, but but, but I'm going with the Colts because they, they were humbled last week. They got to a bad start. I think Carson Wentz has learned his lesson. The Colts have to run the football. They have to run the football, and the defense has to force turnovers. And they, they do not want to go 0-2, especially you losing yeah. the first two games at home. So I'm going with uh, the Colts in a shocker. What would it be that be of a shock, though? I don't think. Yeah, really. Excuse me. Um, Raiders and Steelers, another good one. Um, Sid, you start. Uh, the Raiders, uh, they got lucky with the touchdown being called back in overtime, and they survived that by being Baltimore at home. It was actually a great crowd, great uh, game to watch. Uh, Pittsburgh, uh, they dominated last week uh, at Buffalo. This is their home opener. It's going to be kind of sort of close, but I expect Biz Pittsburgh to – uh, battle defensively. I think they'll get a couple of late scores. I'm going with Pittsburgh at home in their home opener. Christine? It's going to it's gonna be a close one, too. I'm sorry, Lakita. Did you want to go? No, no, no. no. You go ahead. No, 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 you go. That's how you go. It's going to be a close one. The They definitely show the Steelers that they can have a comeback and kind of come out from behind, but it's going to be a close one. I, I'll go Steelers. It's going to be a very close one, too. I'm going to echo everything you guys said. and But I'm going to pick the Steelers, too. There's going to be no letdown for them. And the Raiders might still be on a little bit of a high from that, you know, lucky win against the Ravens. Oh, well, I'll get to yeah. that in a second. But, yeah, it, I think it's going to be the Steelers. It's going to be a close one. An intriguing one here. You got the Texans and the Browns. Intriguing? <laughs> well, I mean, okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll say, I'll start off. I'll say it like this. I mean, the Texans, okay, if, you know, Tyrod Taylor, you know, yes, he wasn't, you know, very flashy, you know, he did what he, you know, supposed to do. Like, I think Cleveland's not going to be in a very good mood either because I feel like they, that Chiefs game, you know, slipped away from them and they know it. So the Texans will keep it close, but I think the Chiefs are going to, you know, pull away the second, uh, the Browns, I should say, well, the Browns, I should say, will pull away the second half. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Drew Carey. <laughs> is that your picks in? Then you're going to yes. go with Cleveland? Yes, it is. Okay, so I, I'll go with Cleveland too. Not not because Baker is my is one of my fantasy guys, but because <laughs> you, can't, you can't doubt Baker either. And with Houston, again, that they're, they're not the same with J.J. Watt. So um, they're not the same without J.J. Watt, I should say. So it's got to be Baker and the Browns. All right. And there's the one here in the NFC South. You got the Saints 
and the Panthers both want to know. Christine, you start. I gotta say, I love watching them cream Green Bay. That was <laughs> icing on the cake for me. There, there's nothing more than I love than seeing that. Um, with that being said, uh, I think I'm I'm gonna go with New Orleans for this one. Okay. All right, Sid. I will go with the Saints. I'll go with the Saints too. I, I kind of feel like this won't be a letdown for them. I think, you know, Sean Payne is going to make sure that their team is still focused. I'm sure Jameis wants to show that that wasn't a fluke. So I'm, I'm yeah. Yeah. So I'm with that. I'm going to pick the Saints as well. But, yeah, but it's going to be close too. Yeah. I'm surprised Lakina always says those 9, 6, 10, 7 type games, pre 1990s football. <laughs> yeah. That might, that might be the case here. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> All right, the first of the three o'clock matchups. You got the Vikings and the Cardinals. Like I said earlier, the, unfortunately, the Vikings are going to be without like half their uh, front seven of, of apparently Everson Griffin. Yeah, I was- <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, I'm horrible. No, no, you're no. But uh, unfortunately, Everson Griffin got into a car accident. You know, he was avoiding a deer, so he got a concussion. That's why he's not going to be able to oh, play. Gosh, never mind. On Sunday, for saying that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he's trying to avoid the, a deer, and you know, he swerved, and you know, he hit his head, and now he's got a concussion, so now he's not going to be able to play. But I'm still going. Look, I learned my lesson for last week. Sorry, Arizona Cardinals. I'm sorry. You're, uh, you're, you're my like. I am so sorry. I, I hooked you guys <laughs> up last year. Kyler Murray is going to have a big game. You know that defense is going to swallow up Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook. So I'm going to pick the Cardinals. You know, I would be surprised if it's, if it's a blowout. Yeah, this is going to be the debut of the All Brother Crew, as I'll call them, Gus Johnson and Akeem Talib. I think that's going to be the, the most entertaining part, part of this of game. game. Well, exactly, exactly. Game. <laughs> <laughs> as far as my pick, I'm going with Arizona in that home opener. After watching Minnesota last week, there is no chance they're winning this game. I mean, when you have four turnovers in the first two minutes, three of them being false starts, that's <laughs> that's just awful. Like, and that's that's worse than what the Bears did on Sunday night football. So I'm going to go and say, yeah, Arizona, no question. <laughs> All right. Next up here, another NSC South matchup. We got the Falcons and the Tampa Bay Bucks. I'll definitely be watching this game live via my computer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Atlanta will show up. I think they'll play better, but uh, Tampa Bay is just a, a little bit better than the Falcons. I'm going with Brady and his Buccaneers crew, so I'm going with Tampa. Here's to six more years of Tom Brady and his <laughs> <laughs> So I, I'm going with Tom Brady and the Bucks for this one. <laughs> Atlanta will keep it close, but I think Tampa's going to end up winning the game late. Yeah. All right. You got you know, the 325, the second half of the double headers here. These next couple of games, you got the Titans and the Seahawks. Yours surely needs Ryan Tannehill as of now to play better. He's my starting quarterback in fantasy football. Uh, Tennessee was embarrassed last week. I think they will play better, but you got that other guy that's a little bit better than you, Tannehill. His name is Mr. Russell Wilson. This is uh, Seattle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he said Christine is a big Russell Wilson fan. I um, am. He, he's my starting QB for fantasy. And I oh, you bet you Mayfield? No, no, uh, Wilson. Wait a minute. Yeah. You in two leagues? Well, 
technically. Well, oh, technically. okay, technically. okay, okay, <laughs> well, <wait>. okay, okay. <laughs> uh, Russell Wilson, um, Seattle did a heck of a job last week at Indianapolis. Uh, I can see them, and they will do it again against Tennessee. It's going to be a much closer game, but uh, Seattle will pull this one out probably by about a field goal of four points. The hype that Russell had during that game last week, I felt that energy. It, again, it's going to be a close one, but you know what? That that energy just pulls me into Seattle, so it's got to be Seattle for me. Yeah, I think Seattle. I think they got the energy right now. The Titans, I still favor, don't know. Titans, yeah, they favor by three and a half. <laughs> yeah, so I think the Titans are. Yeah, I think the Titans. I don't know what they're going to do with the offense. Like you know, hey, you have Derrick Henry here, uh, folks. I mean, you know, give him the ball. I know they got a new OC, but yeah, but I think you know Seattle. I think we'll we'll. Well, it'll be close, but like I said, I think the CL will do just enough to win that game. An intriguing one here, you got the Cowboys and the Los Angeles Chargers. That's a 325 game where I think most of the country will get that game. But um, I'm going to pick the Chargers. Look, the, the Cowboys, you know, Lawrence is going to be out. You know, they got a couple of injuries. Zinc's banged up. So I like the Chargers. I like what they're doing. You know, remember when we people have been saying that this is going to be kind of like the team that the, the trending team they're playing like it. So I think you know Herbert's going to have a another big game. The defense is going to you know slow down that off you know Dak in the offense. So I think the Chargers probably win us pretty handily. You know, I liked what I saw from Cal- from the Cowboys last weekend. So I'm I'm gonna go with Dallas just because I feel like Dak has that newly refined energy in him after being injured last season. So I I think the Cowboys are are coming back. So I'm going with Dallas. Smart girl, Christina, you stole my pick again. Hashtag Dak is back. I'm going with the Cowboys. No said. Okay, I'll, I'll be I'll be I'll be by myself. It's okay. <laughs> I'll be on my own. It's okay. Uh, this is a Sunday nighter. You got the Chiefs and the Ravens. Thanks a lot, Ravens defense, for costing my loss in fantasy by like point three point three points. Y'all could have gotten another freaking uh, interception, really. <laughs> <laughs> but, but unfortunately, though, with the all the serious with the, the injuries are starting to pile up for the Ravens again. So. I, I, I'm not gonna say it's gonna be a blowout, but you know, but I think the Chiefs win this one pretty handily. I will go with the Chiefs for this one too. It's a it's another tough call, but I, I think the Chiefs got it. I'm going with Kansas City as well. It was a heartbreaking loss by Baltimore last week. Uh, they did battle back, but uh, uh, their issue is with the running game. You, you have to depend on Lamar Jackson to carry you through through everything. Uh, it's going to uh, take a toll on him. And uh, we're going to see some of that on Sunday. So Kansas City, they're on another mission right now. And they riding high off that comeback in the second half against the Browns last week. All right, a battle here in the NFC North for the Monday Nighter. You got the Lions and the Packers. These two teams always have, like, for some reason, something weird happens. You know, whenever these two teams play each other, especially, you know, in a Monday night setting. So, um, <laughs> but I think Aaron Rodgers will bounce back. I think the Packers will win this one. Although Detroit is going to take a cue from their, uh, their head coach, Dan Campbell, and they're going to grind it out. You know, they might this, might, this might be one of those nine, six, you know, type games, six, three type yeah. games. Pre 1990s football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably going oh, back wait. to the sixties. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, I you mean, might. If Green Bay doesn't win the game now. I'll be shocked, that's for sure. But you know, you can't underestimate Aaron Rodgers. He's got a fire lit under him right now, and Detroit is so unsteady as it is. 
So, yeah, they're going to come back. So, Green Bay. I'm going with the Packers, but hopefully we get a – a classic game, as we as we mentioned, Lakina in our last segment, uh, it could Detroit shock the world? <laughs> could they? Absolutely. <laughs> sure, why not? I mean, weird things could happen. I mean, if the Green Bay Packers basically got blown out, <laughs> anything is possible. <laughs> right. Yeah, like Harry uh, Irving says, the world is flat at this point. He'll probably be falling off his axis. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> oh gosh. It, it, yeah, it, it's gonna get crazy. So, last but not least, you got the Bengals and and the Bears. Um, we can skip them. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I wish. Yeah, I mean, I would love to skip them because I, I really don't know. This is like this is one of those like you know toss up games. Like I, I just don't know. You know, I mean, the Bears could get you know, you know, could win this seal in a in a game winning field goal. Sure, you know, could they get blown out? Again, sure. I wouldn't. Sure. I would be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, look, I, you know, so it, I think either scenario could happen. So, Sid, I'll start with you. What do you think is going to happen with this in this game? The number one trend usually when a when a team that loses in prime time, they show up to play better the next week. You mentioned Lakina, uh, Eddie Goldman is, was limited in practice this week. And hopefully Justin Fields will get on the field more than six or seven plays. Hopefully they give him a series. But with all that being said, this probably be the only time until the foreseeable future, until Justin Fields gets in there full time, then I'm going to take the bears. I'm going to step out and take the bears. But uh, as you said, Lakina, they can win this by a field goal. I know they favor by four points. I, if I, I'm not a betting man, but if I was, I would not take the Bears in the points. Just saying. But maybe that line will move by the time we get closer to game time. But I'll take the Bears in the last second field goal. Now, this game will probably get ugly in terms of the score. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah, so, <laughs> I'll put my money yeah, on that. I, okay, I, <laughs> I can see so a 13-10 game or a 16-13 game. For, like, the first two minutes of the game last week for Sunday Night Football. I was sitting, I was at um this place called Great Shots, and it was a nice big screen. There was a great crowd, and I'm like, yeah, this is going to be great. The first two minutes, awesome. After that, I don't remember, just because it was that <laughs> And because I cannot underestimate Joe Burrow, I'm going to go with the Bengals. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've, I'm, I'm doing this like this coin flip thing. I mean, look, I, I guess, I guess it gets my better judgment. I'm going to pick the bears, you know, to win this just be, just because I don't know why I, I don't know. I, I might, I might be, you know, I got the air on. So I'm, this might be like my, my brain might be freezing right now, but I just like, <laughs> are we, look, are we going to have, look, how did, how did Mark Sanchez do in his first game? Cause I had to get a chance to listen to him. I think I forgot which game that they, that they were calling here. Now, is he going to like be yelling for Justin Fields too? I mean, you know, it, it's, it's going to be one of yeah. those things. Is someone going to be on the? Okay, I heard more about the Manning brothers that uh, right. I think the fire alarm went off or something. Yes, 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 that's true. (laughs) I didn't see the video, but that's what I heard. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe Fox Fox should uh, borrow that sound when Justin Fields comes into the game. They'll get folks to watch. Yeah, I'll say yeah. Get the get the get the sirens going. Uh, Or when Andy Dalton throws an interception against his, of course, uh, playing against his former team, they could use that too. Another yeah. turnover. Woo, woo, you know, woo, yeah, woo. Maybe I'll change it back to Chicago because that is his former team. So he wants to show them what they're missing. But no, I'm, I'm sticking with my pig. 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, I just don't know. I don't know what to. Yeah, I don't know what to, to expect from this game. I mean, like I said, it can go to it can go right. to multiple directions. You know, I I, I don't know, but yeah, I, I mean, it is you know, is Matt is Mark going to be on the verge of swearing? You know, like because like, I kind of feel <laughs> I kind of feel like we we saw that you know last year, like you know. We, we I know think that'd that be more entertaining than the game itself at that point. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure he's going to be, you know, you know, uh, you know, chanting for Justin Fields. Get him out there, man, Maggie. Come on now. He was he he put, he put well, he, he didn't play here. He but he, you know, he was here for like you know you know a couple years ago. So, but we'll we'll see. But yeah, I I just don't know what to. I don't know. <laughs> and those are our picks for NFL Week Two. So, like, any closing thoughts here, folks, before we before we uh, split here. Yeah, I know we got a couple minutes left. Lakina, we'll call sort of an audible. We got a couple minutes left. Uh, uh, Christine, since since we have you here, uh, the White Sox, they lose two out of three to the Angels this week. Shohei Otani was only limited to one hit. Uh, The Sox are traveling to Texas to take on the Rangers this weekend. That terrible teaming global Globe ballpark, whatever the name that is. It looks like the earliest, uh, the magic number is still seven. It looks like the earliest they can clinch is Monday, perhaps Tuesday in Detroit. What are your thoughts about the White Sox? Do you like the way the direction that they headed as we get towards the end of the regular season and towards the playoffs? You know what? This team gets me so excited. I was so happy when I was back home that I was able to catch two games. Um, I was there the Friday Elvis night. I, I can't remember who they were playing, but they were playing during Elvis night. And then Mm -hmm. I was at the game when um, the backup catcher, who's now down back in AAA in the farm system, Selby uh, Savala. Savala, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, that was unbelievable to see that in itself. And even though they lost, it was still unbelievable. And this team just gets me excited. They have the energy. They know that they're good. And sometimes you have to have that type of arrogance in a way yeah. i gotta be careful what i say about their last series with the angels though because my boyfriend's an angels fan Uh-oh. so I gotta, <laughs> I gotta watch what i what i say about that it was a great first game but then the scores you know flipped last yesterday and and my grandma was there so that was cool to have her watch watch a game even though they lost but um yeah it, this team gets me really excited Last year, I remember around this time, they clinched miraculously for whatever reason. So, you know, there's no question that these guys are are going to October. They're going to go to postseason ball for sure. Uh, Will, I know we'll ask you this question now, and I'm sure we'll ask it again every week leading up to the playoffs, but how far do you see the Sox team going? You know... I don't, I don't want to say it because if I say it, I'm going to jinx it. But I can see that they are going to go pretty far, farther than last year, that's for sure. So you think they're going to go to the ALCS, you think? Or um, you don't have to say it, but. Yes, exactly. Just because you said it, and that means I didn't say it. So yes, if they get eliminated. Although, <laughs> Sid, before we go to, I got to give you a hard time about that Cutler jersey behind you. Uh-oh. What are you yeah. doing? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these young people talking trash. Yeah, they got to learn a little bit the way. But yeah, actually, this was one, uh, one of the ones that uh, obviously I bought a few years ago. 
And not to be people wearing that salad, it's a fans edition black jersey. Yeah. I, I bought it for a, a wholesale price. I was like, it looks nice. And not to me, people are wearing these. So let me pick that up. Of course, I'm one of the few people that like Jay Color. Yes, he had his issues here, but yeah. it was, yeah, of course, it was way more Reese's bigger than him. Why the Bears didn't succeed under his tenure. Right. So, and yeah. like I said, we, okay. that's I a whole, it. that's a, it's a whole nother show. We can deal so. with that. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. Well, yeah. I mean, look, I, look, color was one of those guys where I actually like him now that I did when he was a bear. I guess he's has this, like this great, you know, jovial personality and, you know, apparently he's having trouble with the dating pool. Well, Hey, welcome to the club, my friend. It gets worse. You know, trust me. It gets worse. It is, it really is. You know, so you guys check it out on you know your various uh you know podcast platforms. It's actually it's actually pretty funny. And um, look, our Armando uh Lara Jr. says, look, he likes color too. So yeah, so guys, make sure you guys check out that podcast of his. Yeah, nothing against Cutler. He he's a pretty talented guy when he wants to be, that's for sure. Yeah, he was supposed to go to Fox a couple of years ago, but the Miami Dolphins that's said we'll right. give you ten yeah. million dollars, and that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so what are you guys looking forward to this weekend? Because I, I kind of feel like there was so much going on, you know, with both, you know, with the with baseball, fish of their season, you know, and also the NFL and college football. So, what are you? What's your guys like? Main thing you're going to be watching for this weekend? You know, I'm actually heading out to uh, the Minnehaha Country Club here in a little bit for the Sanford International. It's the PGA Champions Tour. It's the fourth annual uh, tournament that they've had out here. I've gone every single year. And, you know, you won't won't see Dustin Johnson or Jordan Spieth, anything like that. You'll see um, Miguel Jimenez. You'll Love see him. John Daly. I already saw him once. How <laughs> much you'll see of John Daly? How much you'll take? I'll be mean. We'll see a Steve Stricker. So oh, it's, him, it's yes. a lot of great golf happening here in the Sioux Empire. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to checking out. And uh, the, the girl that actually walked by, my, my friend Sarah. We're gonna go together. So that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. Yeah. All right. Say so what about you? I like the way Christine's pounding her fist on the desk. She's going to authority. Say that for Sunday watching the Paris game if you choose yeah, to watch really? it live. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Andy Dalton, another interception. Damn. <laughs> Damn it. Another dick and dick. That's going to be a new gift yeah, for Christine. Another dick and dick. Another dick and dick. I think yeah. I'd be a little bit more angrier than that, but that's something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never turn over by Andy Dalton. Oh yeah. Damn. Yeah, like James, like James from Good Times, uh, uh Lakina from back in the day, oh, he's slammed yes. the door. Yes. yes, oh yeah. We gotta have a gift of that. We gotta gotta get yes. a gift again. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but look, I mean you look, you got a lot of great stuff coming up this weekend. If you haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Queens, you know, the new uh documentary with uh that features the uh 80s those 80s Mets teams I'm at I'm at uh part one right now I didn't get a chance to listen to the other three but hopefully I'll get a chance to listen to it this week that's another they're looking forward to other uh, other than the games and the, and the golf like Christy mentioned of course I'm into ki- golf. <laughs> yeah, I, I love, oh, I love golf I love golf I'm looking forward to the Ryder Cup next week come on hey there we go there we there go, we go. They, they were weighing in on that the other day here too yeah so that should that should be a lot of fun though are you gonna be able to, are you gonna be able to go or no, I don't think so. I think I'm just gonna hang out here and watch watch the tournament and whatnot. There's actually a really cool story 
about one golfer that is that is competing this week, and his name is Jay Jurek. I believe that's how you say his last name. He was a math teacher in Michigan, believe it or not. And up <laughs> until about a month ago, he's like, I'm not going to teach anymore. I'm going to pursue golf. And he qualified for the Sanford International at Baker's Crossing, a golf course out here in Sioux Falls. And yet now he's competing among some of the greatest golfers of, of this generation of, of all time. So it's it's pretty cool to, to see kind of that Cinderella story unfold right here in Sioux Falls. Yeah, I love those type of stories in golf. That's, yeah. always, that's always great to see. Hopefully the White Sox get chopped down this magic number. Uh, go Yankees. Hopefully they can sweep the Indians this weekend and get the magic number down yeah. even smaller. Yes. <laughs> and, of course, week two NFL. Can't wait. All right. Oh, God, this has been so much fun. <laughs> I don't know we're up against it, but, Christy, where can people find you on the social media streets? You can always find me right there. It says at cmanica underscore kxrb for Twitter, and then just find me on Facebook for Christine Manica. All right, Lakina, closes out. You follow me at Kina McGee on the Twitter and at Kina Oscar McGee on the IG. You can follow yours truly, Sydney Brown, on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, at CK80, that's S-I-D-K-I-D-A-0, S-I-D-K-I-D-A-0. Make sure you download that Sports Zone Chicago app. You can listen to us every Monday and Friday live from noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time on Sports Zone Chicago. You can follow Sports Zone Chicago on all social media platforms, such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You can catch the audio version of this podcast by simply go to War on Anger. We're available on all podcast platforms, including the iHeartRadio app. Make sure you type in that search engine box, W-A-R-R on Anger, on all podcast platforms. And you can follow War Media at all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at War Media. Once again, at W-A-R-R Media. Okay, like, share, subscribe, and tell your friends. For Sid and Christine, I'm LaCan. This has been Second City Sports. And be good to each other. You know, wash your hands, wear your mask. And, you know, just you know, just stay cool out there, folks. This has been Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago. And we'll see you Monday. Damn. <laughs> Go Sox. <laughs> Yo, Monday. Holla. Oh. <laughs> oh, and bear it down as a buddy twice. Oh, I got to wait Showtime. <laughs> <laughs>